Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Grief Podcast. This is episode 79. I'm your host this week, Alex, and with me, as always, is the balky to my cousin Larry, Johnny Tick. How's it going, Alex? <laughs> going pretty well. almost forgot your name for a second. I, I know, it seemed like it. Like, uh, who is he? I didn't know. I was just too busy thinking of Perfect Strangers. Did you I, watch that show? I used to, oh yeah, I used to love that show. God, have we done that one before? Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. we've really done that opening? Yeah, you, you specifically have done that opening before. Uh, should we take this again? No. <laughs> I don't know. We, we've, we've retreaded on openings before. I know that. There's definitely been a couple that uh, that we've done like once or twice. It, it becomes hard. To it really shouldn't be. <laughs> like, I mean, just because we don't stick within the realm of video games. Like, how many movies a week do we watch where there are two uh, characters? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Movie. I mean, that's kind of, eh, but whatever. We we go for the classics. Yeah, Perfect Strangers. I, I love Perfect Strangers. I thought, yeah, you know what? I don't think it holds up, probably. You don't think so? I haven't gone back and watched Perfect Strangers. Uh, I watched a little bit. It's on YouTube. I believe it's all on YouTube. Okay. Uh, yeah, that well, hasn't made I, it to I Netflix, think, has it? I think I have gone back and watched it. It just doesn't hold but, up. I, you know, I just don't know if the magic is there. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's, say, say la vie. I mean, that was a product of the time. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was... Like, everyone was doing that, that crazy cousin from abroad thing at that point. <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere that your crazy cousin. Yeah. Up. Exactly. It was just it was a staple. They are just like, let's do it. Let's go whole hog onto this one. Throw it out there. Perfect strangers. It works. Odd couple. For the 90s. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess... That's what that was. That was the still, odd couple. Yeah, right? yeah, of yeah. course it was. But I mean, like, and there's still. I mean, that's that genre has not gone away. No. Like we still got like you know the two broke girls or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing virtually? I mean, without a balky, yeah. <laughs> One of them might be foreign. I don't know. I've never seen. No, no, I've I've actually seen it. Neither of them are foreign. And don't believe it. <laughs> but then, the, then the cousin, uh, the balky sort of took over, and, like, he could hold his own as, as like, you know, uh, uh, one of the Ali G characters, you know, like a Borat or whatever. Are you saying this is, like, in that show? No, I'm just saying in general, no, like, those characters in general evolved from having to be in a duo to just being able to be singular on their own. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that eventually the straight man becomes less interesting right. or has to go crazy. Right. No, after all, after so many years. Right. Yeah, and F2 uh, proved that better than everything. I, I remember the guy that played Balky, Bronson yeah. Pinchett. Yeah. Uh, he was the Langolier. Was he really? Yeah, he was, um, he's like the rich guy that, like, is like a jerk in it. I remember the first time I saw him in anything except Perfect Strangers was Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? That's crazy. He's back. He's doing stuff. I was happy to see him. And... Yeah. Well, why not? To give the guy a break. I'm sure he works. I'm, I'm sure. sure. There's probably like things that someone could tell you that Balky was in it and it would take you a little while. And you'd be like, oh my god, that's him now? Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see it. Like the, Once he actually sheds that persona, it's it's more difficult to pick him out. Because he becomes it. He becomes Balky Bartakamu. He does, yeah. It's a very particular nuance to the performance. You know, Shakespearean in a way. I'd like to think it's tragic. Tra- yeah, exactly. Like, and co- you and know, comedic. in like the, the strictest uh, sense. 
uh, he looks he looks pretty similar to how he did back then. Did, um, did you just look him up? I am looking him up. He was in True Romance. Oh wow! I to, I, that's actually one movie that I meant to go back and watch. I really wanted to rewatch True Romance recently. Oh, okay. So um, the guy that uh, Bronson Pinchot, uh, his latest movie called Kung Fu and Titties. Okay. Uh, would you, you like the? Uh, yeah, give me uh, give me the, the Alex down. On this. Um, if you don't already want to see this movie, you're probably gay. <laughs> That's is that seriously it? That's actually it. Oh my god. Um, did you write it? <laughs> I did not write it. Uh, uh Richard Titties, an out of work martial arts wannabe, uh-huh. is shot into an alternative dimension after his girlfriend Cynthia yep. is kidnapped. Her captors are a group of obsessed madmen led by Zephros, the master of the supernatural realm. Who plays Zephros? Zephros kidnaps women for the sole purpose of seeing their titties. Richard joins up with his sister Rain Brown, a gorilla, and a gaggle of other strange characters in order to save his girlfriend. Who plays Zephros? He must search inside, overcome his Utah martial arts skills, and find the kung fu fighter within if he is to save himself and all those who dwell within the alternate world. You read a much longer description than I thought you were going to. Um, this has a 6.9 on... Um, who fucking plays Zephros already? IMDB, I wonder if that's number. Who plays the Zephros already? God damn it. Oh, that's who you wanted? Okay. Uh, Zephros is played by John Archer Lundgren. Um, so what does is, what is Balky play? Uh, yeah, uh, he... Weird looking dude. Uh, been in a lot of stuff, it looks like. What did Balky play in the movie? Balky is, um, I believe he was Peter Titties. Okay, there you go. No, no uh, Pitcha is the beaver. Of course. Did Makes sense. He's the beaver. Find out he's the beaver? Yeah, he plays the beaver. Yeah. And Bronson Pitcha as the beaver. <laughs> um, I mean, do you want to know any, uh, <laughs> any, any, uh, any trivia about this? No, God, no. I want to move on from this immediately. I think so. Come on, Titties. Just catch it right now. Um, so, what would you like to move on to any of the games you've been playing, Diggs? Yeah, I think that would be uh, way better. I think that's what we should be talking about. Not instant death? No. Um, Kung Fu and Played some um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD. Yeah, yeah. I saw, saw that you were, you were playing that. Yeah, I picked it up. Uh, it's weird that this game... It's just Kingdom Hearts uh, HD, remixed, whatever. And then it also has uh, 385 over 2 and one of the other handheld games, uh, in the menu. But when you go there, all it is is just movies. You don't yeah. actually play those games. They're just movies. So I'm kind of curious about that. Like, how much did you watch of that? Because we watched a few minutes. Yeah, that, that was... And I had actually seen all that before when I had played that game. But... Uh, how would you transition from the parts where you, you play? Like, would they... I mean, I haven't watched much past the intros of them, which are usually pretty seamless. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I bet that it wouldn't be that hard. I bet, like, if you just, you pull out everything, it, it could pretty much work. Like, if you pull out every bit of, like, excess, um, video that you would only get if you met, like, a random side character and you put all of it together, I bet you could get something. How long were those, did you say? I have no idea, but they were, like, 80 chapters or something like that. <laughs> I don't know how long each chapter was. But, I yeah. mean, those are pretty hefty games. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, so the, there's going to be a lot to watch in them. But, I mean, the meat of this package is Kingdom Hearts, uh, which looks great, honestly. I, I think it looks 
Uh, pretty crisp. Like, way better than I thought it was going to be from some of the other HD remakes. It's kind of weird. This and, like, Castle of Illusion have sort of brought me back onto the remake train when I was really off of it after... the Well, Jack HD for one was just god-awful, but... Yeah. The Prince of Persia one was awful. Devil May Cry was awful. Like, all of those were pretty bad, except for Sly, for the most part. But this was... I'd say you're right. It's kind of been a dark year for those. Oh, and, well, I mean, just in general, I mean, but I'll shout out the classes, Nico. Those were pretty good. But, yeah, for this year, it's been pretty bad. Even the Ratchet and Clank one wasn't very good. But this is, this is a, a, it's faithful, as far as I can tell. And it still, it plays like Kingdom Hearts, so it does have, like, outdated stuff to it. But it's Kingdom Hearts. Now, do you, do you foresee yourself actually playing through those games entirely? See, here's the thing, is that if this had come out earlier in the PS3's life cycle, probably. Like, you think, you think uh, over time you just would have yeah. probably wrapped it up and gotten back into it? Yeah. Like, I totally think so. Because I, I wanted, I like, well, maybe I wouldn't have. You know what? <laughs> I probably wouldn't have, because I have Kingdom Hearts sitting, the PS2 copy of it, sitting in my shelf. I'm just like, fuck it. But, but I think that the trophies would have led me to keep going back to it. That's sure. the only thing that I think would have made me... Go back to it, and that it looked better because it was HD, if I know. Because it's it does a problem with uh, what they called Nino Kuni coming out this late. Yeah, I mean Nino Kuni. I feel like if I was going to get through that game, I would have put more effort in already, like just a little bit more effort than I have been. But no, just, just no. I wanted to love that game. I think it's it's good. It's just I, yeah. I it's just it's too just trapped over, in its ways. It's daunting. Yeah, it totally is. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts, uh, if you've been wanting to replay Kingdom Hearts, this is definitely the way to do it. And it's the final mix. It has uh, a bunch of stuff that wasn't in the original release, and I don't think saw North American Shores, except for imports until now, I think. I thought that you were saying that this featured all the characters from Saw. That, no, no. That would be insane. Is that part of the Disney Universe now? That's the Disney Universe now. Um, No, I don't think Twisted Pictures is... Do you think that... You have to, it's going to be Sora, Donald Duck, and Jigsaw. What if What if Jigsaw put all of the Disney characters into his traps? Goofy. You are guilty of being too goofy. <laughs> oh, yuck! Oh, wow, is that possible? You have to... <laughs> what? You have to dig a, 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 a key out of your eyes. Well, I saw this and saw too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> That's not a very good Goofy. <laughs> That's not a very good Jigsaw. Uh, so it's it's the perfect combination <laughs> of Goofy and Jigsaw. Anyway, uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I Platinum Megamind. Yeah, so uh, how, do, how do you feel about yourself doing that? It wasn't that bad. Like That is a perfectly competent children's game that is a movie tie-in like it is way better than most of those games are i think so how long did it take you to platinum that i'm gonna say three hours maybe a little bit longer i didn't didn't have to replay any of the stages so it's a platform yeah it's like a well there are platforming elements to it but i guess it's more of like a i guess it's, it's deeper than that it's not that much deeper than that you also have a gun that you shoot it's it's almost like a it's like almost a dual joystick shooter in a way, but with platforming. If you want to think of it like that. Now, are you going to get the really Xbox not. version as well? And get no, the no, I'm done. I'm done. I got this to get the platinum to boost my trophy level a little bit more and take Column down a notch. But he just bought Wonderbook, which is also apparently very easy to platinum. So, Wait, which one? Wonderbook, Book of Spells. Oh, Book of Spells. Yeah. Uh, I think that. 
you know, one of our friends, oh god, Rust, just uh, just sold his copy of that. Did he really? Yeah, Shit. bought it uh, when it was on a special discount at Best Buy, okay. and uh, never opened it once. <laughs> I sold that in the move on Craigslist for, for a case. Damn, I would have done that. I, I'm kind of considering getting a move now, but the camera won't work with the PS4. So. Oh, you don't have a move right now? Oh, that's right. No, I actually never... I, that was smart, smart. I never got a move. Uh, and, you know, I... I remember there was a time when we were both talking about it. And, like, like I, pretty seriously, too. And then I went out and did it, because I got it in that Tiger Woods package. Yeah, I, I've almost... It's been in multiple uh, shopping carts of, like, Amazon and GameStop and all these places. Whenever they go on, like, a and little I bit just, of a sale. I've just been like, it's not enough games. Yeah, no, there really aren't. Um, it's, I don't know, like... Maybe it'll be good with PS4 and stuff that's going to come out, but they really haven't been pushing it. They don't really support it that much. It's it's weird. I'd rather have a Razer Hydra right now and do weird PC stuff with motion control. I'd rather have a Vita TV. I think Vita TV seems cool. Yeah, I, I think it, it could be that's okay. Only Japan, but it's not, right? oh yeah, it's only in Japan for now. Or did they already say they weren't going to bring it to North America? I think oh, they, I'm not sure if they... Is they Europe can, getting it? I don't think so. As far as I know, it's Japan only right now. And, but uh, all Vita stuff's region free, right? It is. It's not even going to have 100% support on Vita stuff, though. Because there's no touchscreen, well, and there's no back button, so it's not going to be able to do everything, right? Yeah, you're right. So I guess uh, I guess you're kind of boned when it comes to a lot of stuff. Because yeah. even a lot of Vita stuff early, like you couldn't use uh, the buttons for the menu. Yeah, yeah, you were swiping like everything. It was weird, but, but yeah. Like for um, the dual joystick one. Oh, oh, uh, Super Stardust. Yeah, you yeah. you couldn't you couldn't use the the buttons for that menu. <laughs> I bet. I wonder if that'll actually be. They might have to just patch that in to the Vita TV one. I don't know. Do you think they would actually go back and do work on that? I don't know. I mean, that, that's got to be easy, but hey, we don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I, yeah, you're right. I have no idea. <laughs> We're we might know at some point. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I platinum Walking Dead. Nice. Yeah, okay. Just did that. So uh, you you went through it on the the. Did you go through it on the Vita? No, I didn't buy it on Vita yet. I'm waiting for a sale because I don't want to spend twenty bucks for a game you bought three times. Yeah, for a game that I bought three times. Yeah, yeah. No, I only bought it twice. I didn't buy it on Xbox. Oh, I thought you did. No, I did not. Thank God. I heard the Xbox version was a little bored. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard as well. Um, but yeah, I, I never tried it on Xbox. Pete never seemed to have any problems with it. Oh really? I thought he kind of did. Oh, did well. I mean, there was a. There was no, I, a thought, save... I thought everyone we know had the the save bug. Well, at no. Some point. I mean, besides the save bug, like everybody got the save bug. That that wasn't X, uh, Xbox specific. Um, no, no, I got it on on Steam. I got it on PS3 and Steam. That yeah. was, you know, it's it kind of crazy that I mean that game was still our game of the year, regardless of being fucking broken sometimes. But that's because it didn't matter. It didn't matter because it was so good. No, no. Like, but when I mean, I'm like, playing that, I loved it. Like, a lot. But, I mean, like, in the story-wise, it really didn't matter. True. I mean, maybe they, like, someone was meaner to you. And that actually did happen, and I couldn't figure out why Kenny was yeah, mean to yeah. me. <laughs> I was like, I stuck up for you, you yeah. dick. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's the main one. I think that's the one that everybody got. Yeah. Just the bug that just makes Kenny a little bit more aggro towards you. Yeah. Which is, uh, uh, whatever. But, oh, but I gotta but... say, like, so, um... That's what I wanted to tell you about it. Uh... Well, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. God, why? Well, I, I, attention span is just is not there today. Uh, <laughs> hear that, people? Yeah, there you go. Good sign. Um, no, but I mean, I guess, like, with with 
with the game that you're supposed to feel like the choices matter, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they actually do, I think you just at least need to keep that illusion up. Oh, no, no, I totally agree. But I think they, they keep that illusion... Well, no, they really don't, because Kenny gets pissed at you. But uh, I, I think that it, it was better through... I think the first episode was the only one that I ever really noticed it, if there was anything that didn't happen. I think all the other ones I didn't... Oh, yeah, it didn't matter after that, yeah. that second episode. Yeah. They pretty much got it. Yeah. Uh, but so I went through making a lot of different choices uh, just to see what would happen. And that was kind of cool. Uh, like, I decided not to tell anybody about my bite. <clears throat> and then I decided not to saw my arm off. And I also went off alone in the beginning of that episode, which is kind of cool. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers for Walking Dead if you didn't. Uh, yeah, did. uh, I wanted to see what would happen if I just let Ben die. So I let Ben die. Uh, and it's kind of fucked up how... Like, after you do it, and it's sort of, you're still holding on to him, and he's like, yeah, let me go, blah, 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 or whatever. And then you just, you choose to let him go. Uh, and then when you get back to the house, Kenny's just like, he did what he had to fucking do, man. Or he could have just been like, you could have just let it go. We could have just let everyone believe I didn't let him die. Like, you didn't have to blurt it out once we got there. Then Clementine wouldn't know, and wouldn't be asking me about it later, because that was difficult. Um, yeah. Uh, Oh God! Uh, so in the first time I played through it, uh, Clementine shot uh, what's it called uh, the um, uh, RV, uh, RV man or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then in this time I strangled him to death, and that was I wasn't able to up. get that. I, yeah, I don't know how I got it the this second time, but it was fucked up. It because it's like it's a long quick time event that you just mash an X for the whole time, and you just start to see like the life like drain out of him. It weird. Was, yeah, so, weird. do you just like? Can you just not miss anything? Is that what it is? Maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. I don't know what I did differently. Oh no! Well, I know that I um. At one point, he asked you to give up all of your stuff, and then you have the choice to hide some or not. And I, the second time, the first time I chose to just give everything up. The second time, I decided to hide something, but I never took it out. I never took out like a weapon or anything. So I don't know why. Weird. Um, I told Krista and Omid to go across the platform first and the exact same scene plays out they both make it across and then it falls and it's just like okay i'm just gonna make a run for it so it was kind of useless oh okay so i mean i I guess a bunch of shit doesn't matter yeah and then i had clementine shoot me and i don't think that it no it's she closes her eyes and fires uh so i'm still not convinced that lee was shot in the head I'm not convinced. Oh, uh, you could yet. be right. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but going through it with both arms, it's kind of it's almost pretty lame because it looks like that arm is just like posted in there at some times, where you're just like, yeah, it's it's sort of just wiggling around, and everything else is much better animated. So that was kind of weird. Do you think that that's just like a like a copy and paste job? Maybe, but I would assume it would have been the other way around. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but they had to do the animations for for all that other stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird, but uh, oh, still pretty good. You know, th- th- it's fun to go back through that. So, so how much? Did, how many chapters did you play, or how many episodes did you end up play? Uh, I think I I only played two this week. That was the last two, or maybe just one. So I, I didn't do four hundred days yet. Ah, well, uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of Puppeteer. Oh yeah, you didn't get to it last time. No, I downloading didn't. right. I played it. Yeah, it was still downloading. I played it right after, and that's pretty fun. Uh, it's got a cool look to it. Uh, it's very uh, intricate, I guess. In the, like, you, you can see a lot of the details behind everything, and that's really cool. Uh, I think it's a it's a good platform. It's a fine platformer. It feels a little floaty. It feels a little little big planet. 
yeah, that's the vibe I really get from it. Uh, that it's 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 got that like attention to detail that everything looks handcrafted. Yeah, and it also it it you jump like like uh, Sackboy. Like really floaty. Yeah, it's very floaty. Uh, but I still think it's cool. I, I think that uh, I haven't gotten that far into it, but yeah, you're supposed to get like a different skill every level, I think, which is which could be really cool, uh, or at least they just keep dropping mechanics on you like every level and. Right now, like, the scissors are really cool. Everything looks really good in it uh, when you're, like, when you are actually cutting stuff up. And, and the boss fight looks really good when you're cutting off, like, the, the cloth underneath it in the first level. I want to go back to it. I really do. Uh, this has been a year... There's been a decent amount of platformers, I guess, that have been playing. And, you know, uh, right after Rayman, Le- uh, Rayman Legends, which was great, this is... I mean, it's a very different style. It's just a very different take on, like, the platforming aspect. So I, I do definitely want to get back to it, though. Okay, everybody, sorry, uh, we're back. Uh, Alex is on a Vita now. <laughs> yep, sure am. Just in case you wanted to know why he sounds a little bit different. Uh, I, I I sound different, but I'm still the same man. Also, this episode is haunted. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's true. But um, <laughs> Puppeteer's pretty cool. I, you know, like I was saying, I dig the look of it. Uh, I dig just, like, the environment, how everything moves, uh, how you interact with stuff, uh, and I, I want to keep going along with it. But, uh, yeah, again, there were just some other platformers recently and, and some other big games that have come out. So, Yeah, I I got to say, Puppeteer is one of the ones that was on my radar. I thought it looked really cool, but there wasn't quite enough there to, like, make it, like, a day one purchase Yeah, I mean, there, me. there hasn't been that much coverage on it, really. No, and I think that it's weird because it's been a very well-reviewed game. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's 40 bucks, Which is a great deal. And yeah. it was 35 that you pre-ordered it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's, that sounds, that sounds really good. Now, what's the multiplayer like? Because I actually I thought this was a that. move-only game at first. I haven't tried it, but I've heard that the multiplayer might be uh, like Mario Sunshine-ish. It's not Mario Sunshine. Uh, mean, uh, 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 Galaxy. Yeah, where it's like the one because the the multiplayer is move, right? Yeah, yeah, multiplayer is move. Okay. Uh, which is fun. You know, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I don't actually have a move camera set up. I would just have the controllers out there to use for you don't know Jack if necessary. Does that actually work? Because we didn't actually try that. I don't know. We'll find out one day. That's why I wanted to try. I wanted the three player game, but you refused to fucking play. I didn't. I thought you'd have enough. Uh, what's no, it called? That's why I had the move controllers out. I wanted oh, to try it out. I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, uh, I didn't make that clear. I was too excited about full, uh, not falafel, baklava Sundays. Baklava split is what you had. Okay, I had a baklava float. I don't think anyone's had a baklava. Sunday. I don't think anyone actually had a baklava Sunday. I, think. I, I don't think. You, I think you have to have a cherry to have a Sunday anyway. Is that the definition? I have no textbook. Idea. Is yeah, Webster's dictionary defines a Sunday as day after Saturday? Ah, okay. boom. Uh, so what else? Well, Puppeteer, do you think you... Oh. Is that one you think you'll go through? Because that yes. doesn't seem like it can be that long, right? Um, I don't know how long it is, but that is something I do want to go through. I I think it'll be a, a good break in between some gameplay sessions of Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, so so this is the big, the big release. This is, you know, the, um... The Kung Fu and Titties of games this week. <laughs> That's, you could put it that way if you wanted to, although I haven't seen any Kung Fu in this game yet. Have you? Have there been titties? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's strip clubs. Oh, there are. Okay, yes. That's, that makes sense. Yep. And it's, it's kind of weird. Um, it's actually, it's, so, it's... 
really uh, weird. What is? Just the so you can get like a private dance from a stripper. Oh god. And yeah, and you know, she obviously takes off her top immediately, and then it's just like the game is sort of don't let the bouncer catch you with your hands on the stripper. So it's like no, right fuck it, it's killer is dead <laughs> all over again. I know. It's gonna turn out that every game is now killer is dead. <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins. Killer is dead. Don't let Deadshot see you putting your hands all over someone. Yeah, no, it's 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 got a little bit of that vibe, but this is such a tiny thing, and it, and I don't even think it ever. I've never seen like explicitly having to go to it, but I saw it in the GameSpot uh, 24 hour or whatever it was this thing. I was just like, okay, I should probably go there. And my roommate was sitting next to me, and he was just like, "Have you killed any hookers yet?" I was like, "No, but we can go to the strip club." He's like, "Okay, let's go." So, so the thing I I mean, it seems like this GTA is definitely splitting the difference a bit more from the more serious four. Uh, to a bit more of the weirdness of San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas and Vice City. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of cool. That's kept me more interested in it. I still hate the cops. I, I, I still don't like that. Yeah, I still don't like that system very yeah. much. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, in Grand Theft Auto V, I have the window open, so I should probably say that. But, um, no, I don't... I think the system's probably better than it was in Grand Theft Auto IV, and maybe before, but I still don't like it. It still just takes way too long. just breaks the momentum. I wish I could yeah. just, like, slam into the cars and have them stop chasing me like it was a sleeping dogs or something. I don't know. I almost, like, I, I kind of wish that, like, at some point you could just buy your way out of it. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Just a bribe. Just like, like okay. Like, yeah, it's it's $2,000. Just like, the cops up. like, hold down left bumper and press Y to buy cops. And then just yeah. everything stops. Yeah. Or, I like, eventually, uh, like, kind of the way that, like, you stop getting in, like, Saints Row and stuff like that. You stop getting, you know, harassed by the gang members. Yeah. Like, by doing certain stuff. Like, yeah. it would be cool if... Yeah, that would be cool. But, actually, I, I mean, uh, but I guess you I does it does break, like, the whole... I don't know. It still doesn't feel super realistic. I don't know, even... Have you... Well, where are you so far right now? Have you gone to the... I'm only, I'm only, like, 4% in. Like, okay. an hour. Like, so. have you... So, you're still uh, praying with Franklin right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... And that's actually, it's it's weird that so much of the, like, uh, marketing and just, like, talks and the reviews has all been about Michael, but, like, Franklin is your main character for the first, like, almost two hours of the game. Like, yeah. He, he's the... really, he introduces you to everything. Yeah, he kind of seems like, well, I mean, the very, I thought the very beginning With the, the was three person. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that that opening kind of heist type thing <laughs> was really cool. It got me, like, right into it. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, uh it's weird how simplified the shooting is. I, I think you kind of need to, though. No, I totally agree. I I, th- I just think it's weird for the series to have so much other, like, just like a, a, like a very staunch, just like, it's realistic. That's why we have it like this. And then the shooting mechanic is just like, well, you just, you literally press down left trigger and you're on a guy's head, pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, even Call of Duty campaigns at this point are like, you just bring up iron sights near a guy. But those are supposed to on a guy. Yeah, but those are supposed to be big, crazy action movie type things, and this is supposed to be realistic. Like that's like I don't know. It's it, that I think breaks it just when that would be way. That's a way worse way to break it than like say the cops are a little more lenient on you. 
Yeah. I mean, I get it, but... No, I, I, because I, I totally the combat, the combat and, is still... I mean, but, but that actually being said, and I don't know why I'm complaining about it, because I like the gunplay more in this, because I can actually fucking get through the game. Right? Well, yeah, I think that, like... That's why it's there. GTA 4 was the first one to have, like, a cover system. I bet I could actually take off, like, auto-aim if I wanted to. I bet that's in there yeah, somewhere. So, I'm sure. I'm, and I'm not gonna do it. So, <laughs> I don't know why I just complained about it. Because you died pretty fast so yeah. far from what I've yep. seen. Yeah, I, it's like two shots and I'm down. Depending, and even like it, the closer they are, like, and that's another thing, like with the realism, like it's it's crazy uh, how how just like how much any damage just takes out of you, and you only recharge up to uh, half health. Yeah, so it's I, I'm trying to think of anything else that. Well, I, I mean, some games do like the the health in sections, and you only recharge up to like a certain section. Yeah, and this is half. This is just straight up. Yeah. Out. Uh, but they're, uh, actually, I've seen the health kits around, like, most of the time, but they're, I don't know, I haven't seen them that much. Yeah, I haven't got it. Have you, have you done any, like, mundane things, like, sit around and watch TV? Um, I, like, well, there's a mission where you pretty much go on a bike ride with your son, which is pretty interesting. Uh, it it takes off from there, but that, that was really fun to just kind of do that. Like, I thought that was really cool. Uh, there haven't been anything crazily mundane but they've all been there if i wanted to do it i have like responded to emails uh i've been getting a bunch of text messages um it's cool i don't know the i thought that i was going to be completely turned off immediately just having to drive around the city but i i find that it i don't know i'm back in the game like once i start playing i'm I'm pretty i'm pretty much just in it so you'd say that compared to four you're much more invested in this one yeah i think i've actually I don't know. I didn't play four for very long. I, was, I, I felt like I got like a good third or something of the way through. I don't even think I got that far. Um, I'm only, I mean, I'm only like 10% through five right now. So I've, I've played for like five or six hours. Uh, I'm like, I'm doing the first heist right now. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Uh, that's, that's pretty, but I heard those are the pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, it's cool so far. Like you're getting the heist set up. So you get to choose like what you want to do. Do you want to try and, uh, do this quietly, or do you want to uh, go in like guns blazing? And uh, so I was just like quietly. So now I'm, I went off and I stole like this bug van or whatever. And then from the bug van, you after that you have to get like this knockout gas, uh, and you have to get gas masks. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna go steal those. And then uh, and you get to choose like the people that you want. They'll give you a choice. In the first mission, there's only two people, uh, like between two people for each role. And there's like the driver role, the gunman role, and the hacker role. At least hmm. in this first mission. Uh, and so, like, the better the person, the more skilled the person, the bigger cut they're going to want. Uh, so, like, you have to sort of weigh your options and how much are you willing to give up. Uh, and it's it seems really cool getting it all together right now. Uh, and I can't wait to, like, actually execute the first one. Like, I was hoping to get through it before I got here, but I, I did, like, the when you're going around to the place that you're going to actually rob and you're scoping it out and you're taking pictures... Which is also cool. Like a lot of these missions haven't been go around shoot people. There's just there have been those missions, but a lot of the missions are not that, and that makes me happy huh. because the less there is of that, uh, the less you have to fucking run from the cops. Yeah, because I feel like that's where I end up getting frustrated with Grand Theft Auto. Is like I'll get in the middle of some mission and a checkpoint will be shitty. Yeah, and the gunplay just won't kind of won't feel great. And there'll just be all these things kind of going against me, and I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, no, the, like, check, I think the checkpoints have been better. Better, but, but not, not great. great. I yeah, like. totally, totally. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think that maybe it just makes it too easy, 
or something if if you're just being able to checkpoint your way through it all. Uh, but I don't know. I I still think that it's really cool. I think it's it's been pretty funny so far. I think there've been some really good characters in GTA Five. Uh, I, I think the voice acting has been pretty good, but I think we've seen and heard a lot of great voice acting this year specifically so far, and even like within the last like three months. Uh, have just come like between like Last of Us or even and they even like Gone Home. Uh, and and Saints Row four, honestly, and yeah, this I is, agree with you. This is this is really good as well. Uh, the characters are kind of crazy. When you're Michael, the you kind of get introduced to Michael. Uh, besides the very first scene, uh, and then you uh, in like a mission with with Franklin, uh, like uh, he's well, you'll see. But then the next thing that you really see with Michael is him at the therapist office. And I think that a lot of it is a bit too on the nose about what he's talking about with his therapist. Like, it almost feels like you're obviously critiquing the style of what's going oh. on. And it's just like, well, how do you feel about killing all these people? And all this stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so maybe it's a little... Uh, you think maybe too much of a wink and a nod that... Yeah, and, and it seems to only be really in these... In, in at least those... Uh, uh, therapy missions that I've seen. Or not, they're not missions. But, therapy uh, missions. Th- therapy sessions. But uh, it does come out some other times where he's just like, I don't understand it. One time I'm a normal guy and then the next second I'm just going off and killing people and <laughs> you're just like... Oh. It's like so like someone took like the critiques people had of Grand Theft Auto yeah. of like the, I don't know, the ludonarrative dissonance Yeah, exactly. Of it. And you're just like... Uh, to I, use it's, the... it's too on the nose, you know? Uh, that sounds... Yeah, and then of course most of the radio stations have been great so far, and it is a lot of the it's it's a lot of the satire that you would expect to hear from. The yeah, show. I mean, it's I actually Which like the fine. the fact that you can see the songs and stuff playing. Mm-hmm. I like that, you know. Yep. When, I, I knew to go right for Pet Shop Boys. Okay, there you go. What are you? Uh, what, what are your stations so far? What are your stations so far? Uh, I've been skipping around. I mean, obviously, like I, I feel like at first you kind of got to do the talk radio. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I, like I, I, I feel like talk radio is always kind of the. The thing about GTA games, yeah, yeah, it's... no, I, I, I think that's usually great, but no, I've been, I put on like Radio Los Santos last night, and I just drove around for an hour. I just like put checkpoints in random places, and I would just go and drive to them. So I was like up in the mountains and shit like that, and it was awesome. Now, have you, you know, are you the kind of person that will just run amok in a Grand Theft Auto game, um, like you know, barricade <laughs> yourself somewhere? You know, put in a cheat because, like, back in the day, I feel like when you first discover, like, when I was first playing with Grand Theft Auto Three, mm-hmm. I felt like I would take those times and I would just, you know, wreak havoc. Yeah, no, that was um, all I did in Grand Theft Auto Three. Like, I remember getting that and uh, being a freshman in college at that point, um, and just like Grand Theft Auto Three came out, and there was just like a bunch of dudes uh, drinking and playing Grand Theft Auto Three, and it was just like, all right, let's just start causing mayhem, but. I've seen ever since then, and it was new at the time, and it was novel, and that was the only game that had done that, really. Yeah. Uh, but since I mean, then, I felt I've... like, at that, like, yeah, like, my friends, I remember, I, I, you know, I was... And I was finally... Junior or something in high school, and I remember we would, we would compete to see who could hold out the longest and nice. get the most stars. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was it. It got... Yeah, I didn't really do it after that. Like, playing by myself, I think there's something that feels weird about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, like, I think that that almost ruined Grand Theft Auto 3 for me, like, trying to go back to it and play it again. It's like, all I want to do is just jump in and just start causing mayhem, but then, like, I start doing it, I'm just like, this is kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird that that aspect of it ended up overshadowing the 
storyline in a lot of ways. Yeah. No, it totally did. Um, but then, like, Vice City sort of brought it back. Uh, <laughs> that's a loud truck. Was a, oh, is that a motorcycle? Was that a motorcycle? Yep, that was a bigger motorcycle than that. Uh, literally, just like uh, my Vita just couldn't handle the noise, uh, and everything just uh, went went uh, silent for me for a little while. It's staticky. Oh, so uh, yeah, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I, nothing. I was just saying, is that a motorcycle over and over again? Yes, it was. Uh, so I am going to uh, switch back to my PC. Oh, is it back up and running? It is back up and running. All right, we'll be um, right. One more, take one more quick break. Yep. Uh, so it takes, you know, freshen up your drink. Uh, everyone, stretch. I, I have the bottle. I have the bottle sitting next to me, so I. Constantly... Okay, what are you cracking? Oh yeah, totally. All, all cracking all the time. Yeah, brought to you by by cracking. We should see if we can get that. Like we'll be like, we have forty listeners. <laughs> sure, and and you know, most of them drunks. And and hey, guess what? You guys only have like forty people that buy it, and it's all fucking me. So you might as well just sponsor it. Uh, but the weird thing about actually made by Krakens. I, not, well, I talked not, to the Krakens. To, yeah. All right. Let's take that. Right. For Krakens by Krakens. Get on your computer. I will. We'll be, we'll be right back. And we're back. Haha, I fooled you. Um, okay. So I, I think the big question that everyone out there is asking. Um, is, is, the, is my hair real? Is your hair real? The answer is no. All fake. Really? Yeah. Huh. Do you think that you'd wear a toupee? I feel like toupees are out. Like, do you see I anyone? Think it's out. I don't think anyone wears them anymore. I think people just gotta you gotta own the bald head. And I say that now, and I don't think I would if I had a bald head. I would do something. I would wear a hat always, something like that. <laughs> what kind of hat? Toboggan, just constant toboggan. You mean like a knit cap? Yeah. Not like a sled. Yes, I mean like a knit cap. Are those called toboggans too? I, they are, but, like, I don't – I feel like that's a regional Not thing. everywhere, no. Yes, it is very – it is definitely not everywhere, but some people call it toboggans. And we are only from four hours away from each other, and that's – I never grew up calling that a toboggan. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you mean a sled, asshole. Nope. That's not a – so, I like Channel X as a radio station. I think it's pretty good. Um, I, I think I would, join, I would join the hair club. Um, oh, I totally join the hair club. Actually, I once, um, I had, like, I was scared a couple years ago I was losing my hair. I, and I was like, I'm I called my mom hair. and I asked if I should buy Rogaine. What'd she say? I said, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, Rebel Radio is pretty good. I like yeah. that. Uh, radio Los Santos. West Coast Classics, pretty good. Um, there's a lot of stations. I got to get to the talk radio station. I've just been, I've been doing all the missions. I pretty much, have you like stumbled onto any missions yet? Like the, uh, question marks and stuff like that? Yeah. The, the strangers and strangers and freaks. Uh, did you do the tow truck one? Yep. Did that right away. Okay. So can we talk about the tow truck mission for a second? We can talk about the tow truck mission. What do you want to talk about? Okay. So everything goes fine. This tow truck mission for me until the very end of the tow truck mission. So, uh, I get to the... By, by this, you mean the mission which you tow a truck. Yes. The mission where you tow a truck, you go out, you drive a very far distance, at least from where I was, to very get far. a tow truck, to effectively go to right where you were, to pick up a car, to drive back to the tow yard. Sure. So, that's fine. I don't care. Like, it's, it's fun. The drive, it's open, the it's open actually, world busy work. Yeah, yeah, it's open world busy work, and the driving is better in this than it was in the last games. I, yeah, floatier, I found. A little bit, definitely floatier. Uh, it definitely feels different uh, with the characters, depending on how much you have them buffed up. Uh, 
Franklin has a high driving skill anyway, and his special, which is cool that each of the characters have their own different special, Franklin's being that he can sort of freeze time while driving, and it'll make it much easier to make some turns. Uh, Michael's is he can freeze time while shooting, and uh, Trevor is he gets oh, like... Sounds, a, like... sounds like the cops are after you. I know, right? How I, many stars do you have? Uh, three. Shit. Oh, jeez. It's like, that's like helicopters, it's right? Helicopters. Oh, have you, oh, you get to take down helicopters... Uh, like pretty early on, and that was crazy. Uh, so there was a mission where there was two helicopters coming after me uh, as I was running off uh, after like stealing something or whatever. Uh, took down one of them. The other one's in the sky, uh, and because you can target so easily, you can literally hit the pilot with no trouble whatsoever. So it's not a big deal to take down helicopters. Uh, and you just you hit the pilot, or I hit the pilot this, the second one, and I'm running away, and then bam, the helicopter crashes into me, and it was fucking great, and I. You know, go back into the mission, do it again, and, you know, I kill the guys at a different point, so they're falling into different places, and, like, it's just crazy how open of a sandbox this is and how a lot of games would make that a cinematic thing, but this is just, this is the world you're in, and that's and that's crazy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's... it's and how, it's, and how the frame rate holds up through the whole thing is amazing. Yeah, I mean, for a, a, an Xbox 360 game, looking this good and not just completely falling apart... Well, looking this good after, like, Saints Row 4 didn't do all that great with how it looked at sometimes. No. Uh, especially with artifacting and, like, popping. It wasn't that bad, uh, especially but after the patch, I guess. But you were having frame rate issues, too. I had frame rate issues. Saints Row, right? I had, uh, I had minor ones compared to what I think people had before that patch came out. Oh, okay. I think mine were just, like, bitching and being whiny, and there were actually some real issues before the first patch, oh. uh, from what I've seen. But uh, so I, that's what it comes down to is you know, sort of comparing these two games that have come out so close to one another yet are so completely different. I mean, I think the thing is that, like... The buildings Saints in Saints Row, Row are so tall. ...embraces the weirdness and brokenness and the craziness of open-world games. Did and you, you it's finish? weird that Grand Theft Auto is almost a bit more toned down now. And uh, there's, like, there's a straight-up Saints Row side mission activity, I think, where you're shooting aliens. Oh really? You get you get high and then like all the world changes and then you've got a Gatling gun and you're just shooting aliens. Okay, it was that really great. weird to see. It wasn't. It didn't. It was really funny. I think it went on a bit too long, uh, even for like a very first one. Like it was just like, okay, this needs to end. Uh, it was still pretty funny though. But like while playing, it was just like, this is such a fucking Saints Row thing to do right now. Like, come on. I mean, do you think at some point they, like, had to look at the, like, how can we get back? I think they're making fun of it. Some of the Saints Row people. I think they're making fun of that. I honestly do. Even though you can find spaceship parts, uh, and then you can build a spaceship, and I don't know what happens at that point, but I do know that if you build the spaceship, you get to use it in GTA Online. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That That's in, like, three weeks, right? I think it's two weeks after launch, but I'm not sure. Uh, but that should be cool. Um... Uh, it's kind of annoying that you can't take pictures with your phone yet. I keep trying to connect to the social club and it won't let me. I can't even play iFruit right now. Like I can't connect. It just keeps failing. I got I'll it. A lot of people trying to. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figure. Um, but how do you compare it to Saints Row Four? Because the traveling, just, just, the traversal in Saints Row Four is just so good because it just cuts it out completely. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they stopped making having to use cars a thing. And I almost think that. If you were to cut out all the like, if you were to do the same thing in Saints Row that you're that they do in for GTA Five, but with the same story, you would cut out 
Like, ten hours of fucking gameplay, probably. If not more. Yeah, but I think at the same time, like... I mean, a lot of the conversations... The Saints had to make some... Narr- like, even for as crazy it is, had to make some narrative concessions for yeah, why that right. was happening. You're right, yeah. Uh, and all the narrative stuff has been pretty good so far. Uh, it's weird. It's definitely weird. Have you played as the dog? Yep. Okay. Chop. That was... Playing as Chop was weird. Yep, that was like... I was, like, I was doing that. I was like, okay, I am playing as a dog. Now. I didn't know what to make of it. Like, I was just, it was like, is this a joke? I'm not sure. Because the dog was also moving on its own. So I was literally just looking through the dog's eyes. Yeah, dog, dog vision. And then the dog goes off and, like, humps another dog, and that was weird. Yeah, that was super weird. And then, like, Franklin's like, that dog's not even a girl. Yeah, it was like, it's a male dog. What do you, yeah, that was weird, too. Yeah. <sighs> There's been a lot of weird stuff in this game, and I'm I, not... I feel like, like that's... <sighs> this game feels weird for some reason. Yeah. I, because it's like, there's so much seriousness to it, and then when something like this happens, if the same thing was to happen in Saints Row, I would find it funny, but in Grand Theft Auto, I find it weird. Do you think that you just feels like Grand Theft Auto wants it both ways when it tries to do that stuff? I just think that there's a reputation, or something like that. But there isn't, because San Andreas and Vice City were fucking crazy. I, I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, completely crazy. And yeah. I mean, I guess... Or being so... So realistic. Or trying to be so gritty. Or grounded, at least. Yeah, and gritty. I think... I mean, I feel like a lot of people forget how crazy Grand Theft Auto used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was that... I don't know. Yeah, but this, um, I think this is pretty I mean, pretty do you think, so far. Do you think that... Here's the million dollar question. Do you think that you will finish Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. It seems like a really long game. Yeah. Uh, but there isn't anything coming out for a couple of weeks. So that could give a lot of good time to Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, I mean, I'm going to try. It's It's been pretty fun. The, I mean, the thing that always... Well, there are two things that always took me out of Grand Theft Auto games, and that was trying to escape the cops, which hasn't had to happen too many times so far. Uh, and when it does, I'm usually like running through the sewers or off in the mountains, and that's the only way I can get away. Or um, And the shooting, and they've nullified the shooting in the game. What if you're inside the Matrix? Well, this is all happening. So it's Saints Row 4? Yeah. <laughs> um, that'd be fun. I don't know. I, I think that this game is, you know, it's a much different game. And this game is huge. It feels weird going back to driving, but I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Because the driving is so much better. You get the point when, like, open the open world of open world games isn't necessary anymore. Because yeah. that's kind of what Saints Row is working towards. I assume, yeah, I know. Uh I'm going to say Just Cause 3. Whenever that happens, so, that's going to be it. That's going to be the one that blows everything up. That just takes it too far. I, I mean, I, I hope so, because I, I actually thought Just Cause 2 was so fun. Um, but again, it's one of those ones that like I feel like I just got fatigue from it. From just... I like playing it, but then I just... there was It was weird because it was just like, what do I do right now? Like, I, am, am I just supposed to go around and have and just make, cause havoc in this... Well, I mean, that is what you're supposed to do for some of the areas, and that was actually some of the most fun stuff. But not was just that, when it was like, okay, but, the, but it would tell you to do that stuff. I'm saying, uh, like, and like, cause the I forget what the the metro missions were called. No, uh, called. Yeah, no, and, and you would like cause the havoc or whatever it was, and then yeah. Uh, but I mean, there were times where it told you to do that, but then there are other times where there's nothing on your map and you're not sure what to do, and you just have to go around just like blowing shit up randomly just to get it so that somebody recognizes you to do something. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. Like I, like those are the points in that in that game that just like I was just like okay, I'm not. 
I'm not really sure what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't, there's, I don't know. I I wanted. Um, it's so weird to say I wanted a narrative from Just Cause Two, but I wanted something to string Just yeah. Talk, Just Cause Two together. And, and, and I gotta say that's one thing that like I kind of like about. I, I feel like Saints Row, you could play that game very, very deliberately and very directed. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like that, like the fact that like okay, I can mainline it. Yeah. And that's the, that kind of doesn't exist for Grand Theft Auto anymore? Yeah, no, no. Well, it sort of does. Like, there are side missions, but I think, like, I think that the missions that just look like they might also be sort of side missions just end up being, like, there's only one real, there's only one real way to progress the story, and you might not know which one it is, type of thing. Like, it's very clear in Saints Row what are the side missions, and then what is the main quest. And do you think that it's, like, which I is, wonder if that stuff is just too Game it, that is, yeah, totally. I don't think that would. I don't think that would fly in Grand Theft Auto at all. I think that is that is just way too gamey for it. And I'm fine with that uh, because I think it just lets you explore the world more, and it's fun. It's cool. I, I think that there's just a crazy vast open world. That there's a lot of weird stuff that makes it more fun to come back to this game than the last Grand Theft Auto, which was just you know a little depressing. Yeah, and and you know I actually wonder, but I like Liberty City better as a. I don't know. Like, like uh, I wonder if Grand Theft, like, if Grand Theft Auto Four, like, if there was a way for me to just mainline that game. Yeah, I'm sure I would have done it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and, and I, it's it's weird that like I felt like a few years ago we're like open world, give us choice, and I'm like, give me less choice. Yeah, I know. And this is yeah, I don't know, man. So, wait, what do you think? Do you think you're gonna make it through or? No chance. I I think I'm gonna probably get a good, at least a good portion of this uh, knocked off. I think it's cool. I find it really interesting, and I think the three characters help. Yeah, I think it. I mean, from reports of hearing like up to forty five hours. Yeah, I'm hoping and that I can make it through it. I'm curious about Grand Theft Auto Online too. I don't. I kind of just don't want to go into that until I finish the story because I feel. Once I go into Grand Theft Auto Online, I might not want to go back into a different way of playing through Grand Theft Auto. Like, if it's good enough. It's, it's either going to be I don't want to play, like, a single-player Grand Theft Auto anymore, or I hate the online so much that I just want to play the single-player. It's going to be, yeah. like, uh, Red Dead I Redemption. Mean, I mean, I imagine, like, what what is it exactly? It's, like, heists and things like that and missions? Maybe. I don't know. Which is a good way to grief people. Come on. Like... Um, that was actually really fun in the Red Dead multiplayer. Oh, I hated the Red Dead multiplayer. What are you talking about? We, I, I, when me and Pete were just running through it, killing people? Yeah, I know, and it was annoying. I thought it was really funny. I know, you two were having a, like a great time. I really wanted to get through that story. <laughs> nope. Nope. We just ran through and killed all the other players we could find. I really wanted... That's why I stopped playing that game. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. This is, and I tried to go back to that game like recently, and I still can't do it. Oh man, I I, I, I wanted I to really I, like that game too. I'm cautious. I am optimistic for Grand Theft Auto V. I think it seems really neat. I think of all the Grand Theft Auto games, this is the one that I feel most attached to so far. That I've had the most fun with so far. I think. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it, if nothing else, I think it's really. It, it seems really impressive technically in a lot of ways. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, but all right. So, what do you think about it compared to Saints Row Four? What do you come on like? I mean, Saints Row 4 is so... I mean, I can't... Well, did you... How far into Saints Row 4 are you? I, I'm, like... I, I'm probably, like, five hours away from finishing. I need yeah. to just... 
you got to get to that. Did you, did you are you doing all the lo- loyalty uh, missions? I I have those to do. Yeah, I have to do everyone's loyalty missions. I've got three more to do. You got to do all those because you got to get the ending. You got to get the real ending. I I watched today online like the ending that you get if you don't get all the loyalty missions, and it was just so so lacking compared to the actual to the other ending. The other ending's so good. It's so dumb, but yeah. Um, but I I think that you know, Sinistro Four is just fun and ridiculous. And I think that obviously there's still elements of that that exist in Grand Theft Auto, yeah. but that's not the focus of it anymore. The you know when a lot of the missions aren't actually going around and shooting people, and you're like having to climb around stuff, I feel like that's kind of it doesn't work that well in Grand Theft Auto. And maybe that's part of the point is you're supposed to be a, like a normal dude doing this stuff instead of a superhero or whatever. Yeah, I just wish that like they gave you more. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you that like. There's missions that don't feel like like things feel more like tasks than missions. Yeah, like like okay, I've got to take this thing to this place. It's not like it's a fetch quest. Yeah, it's not like oh, we're in this creepy scenario and things are happening, and like like those things feel like they're so more far between. Yeah, I think I think I think it's just getting started though. I think uh, it'll it'll get better. It's gonna get it's gonna get kind of crazy for you soon. I I I think so. I mean, uh, I really like Franklin as a character, uh, but like I was getting a, and maybe it was because I was doing side missions and I should have just been mainlining it for a little bit because I was getting a little tired of it. I just wanted to see the other characters and I wanted to be able to jump all between them. And yeah, I think that everyone's been pretty great so far. I, I think that it's been funny, but kind of weird still. And I don't know, I really like Saints Row 4. Yeah, no, me too. I think, I think Saints Row is, it's crazy how much fun it is. Like, I think I might have liked it more than Saints Row 3. See, I, I, gotta, all, I gotta feel like... Playing-wise, I liked playing this game, that game more than I liked playing Saints Row 3. Yes, I think that, like, the curveballs Saints Row 3 would throw at you, those things being new for the first time yeah. felt a bit more novel. Like, oh, text adventures and all yeah. this stuff. But I like, like see, I think that Saints Row 4... Besides having the playing down, and yeah, all the stuff that is just a retread of the Saints Row 3 stuff feels like a retread, maybe tweaked up a little bit, but still it's just like, okay, you're doing the exact same fucking thing. But but I think that a lot of the character development uh, in Saints Row 4, especially with a lot of the audio logs and stuff like that, I think that that's in, like impressive for that series, and impressive all around, because it goes into some good detail, and I, I think that's what I like a lot, a lot about Saints Row 4, where... I played a little bit of Saints Row 2, and that's about it, but, like, uh, reading about Saints Row 1 and 2, and then sort of having an idea of the characters, and then seeing a lot of how uh, Saints Row 4's character development just builds on their universe so far, I, th- I think is a really good, just, like, a really good uh, way of, of storytelling in an open-world environment, which most of the time, you know, if you go through Grand Theft Auto, you've never had a singular storyline through all of them, right? It, they're their own story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and, and like I guess you say for, for a lot of those, you know, there's the pop pop culture allegories for them. Oh yeah, totally. And I think that that's kind of a big thing until you know until four. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You would, you know, be like, okay, uh, this one's this movie. Like eighty, like it was the eighties, uh, just eighties movie in general. The nineties West Coast rap movie. Uh, those were that was Vice City and San Andreas, and then uh, well, Vice City was like Scarface. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I always thought that. I don't know. I I always thought it was very dumb and eighties feeling, 
throughout the whole thing. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I guess like uh, what three D, well, yeah, what yeah. like the nineties mobster movies. Well, nineties like West Coast rap mobster movies. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it was like a John was th- three was like, Oh, oh, three. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, three was totally uh, those mobster movies. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I think like San Andreas is pretty much Boys in the Hood. It was John Singleton films. Yeah. It was John Singleton's '90s films, early '90s films. And apparently, I guess there are some, some, you know, allusions to San Andreas in, in Five. Well, I mean, you're there. Pretty well, much. I know, but I mean, like, I guess they do they call out. Oh, I haven't seen anything specific yet. I they did. I was in a scene where they mentioned. Well, they go the, uh, when they're putting together the team for the first time. The guy is just like, well, I'll, this guy's gone. This guy's gone. Oh, there's this one guy who was doing stuff over in Liberty City, but he's gone quiet. And it's like, all right, yeah. So they reference Nico for a second, oh, but, okay. but that's all. all right. That's the only thing I've seen so far. Well, cool. Uh, Tiggs, you got anything else? That you know what? Nope. I knew that the longest thing was going to be Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's all I got. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a hefty game, and it's yeah. you know only being this far into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wish you. I'm got... sure we'll have more to say. Yeah, I'm sure next week it'll probably be more. We're gonna, I'm gonna put some more time into it soon. Uh, I really just want to get this fucking heist over with because once you get the heist, then you get Trevor. Because I still don't have Trevor yet. Oh man, yeah. I I mean I I heard it was almost ten hours till you get him. Oh really? Wow. Well, I think it's about five. Okay, six. so that's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's really not. Uh, yeah. No, okay, Alex. Yeah, what have you been playing? Uh, only a few more games than than, than GTA. Um, still been going back to a little bit of Splinter Cell, uh, which I'm still oh. having a lot of fun with. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty good. Okay, uh, so I haven't gone back to it yet. I've like I've looked at it. I was like, I just don't know if I can handle this right now. Is this something that have you been trying to stealth it? Or are you going in just guns blazing? What are you doing? Stealthing it. Um, well, kind of quasi stealthing it. Like I kill people, but I try to be quiet. Okay, so how has that been going for you? Fine. And is it, is it uh, fun? It's the only way is I can it... got to get through it. Okay. Uh, but it seems like, I, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's going to be one I maybe don't beat for a long time. Yeah. Uh, like going back to it every now and then. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Nice. Um, went back to Amnesia, Machine for Pigs, and oh. Outlast for okay. about an hour and a half or so each. Uh, so how are days those ago. treating you? Um, Amnesia getting a lot creepier. Okay, have, you haven't uh, met the pigmen yet. I, not, I again, I've heard and I've seen them in my periphery. Yeah. Um, and stranger and stranger things are happening. Right. People are making scary calls onto my old timey telephone. Oh yeah. Uh, my kids are missing. Yep. Yet still. still, every now and then, I hear them being creepy and British. Yep. Sounds like them. Uh, but no, it seems like that that game. That game seems like a kind of a you know it's it's a slow burn obviously um, it's a <laughs> it's a sneeze <laughs> and um, Hush you. thank you uh, no I I think it's cool I think that like I'm getting more into the the story of it it's ca- like the story's kind of come out a bit more okay um, I want to get into this game I still haven't gotten there. I think that this is one you can actually handle. Okay. I think that this like, is a long game, though. Like, we're well, not a long game, but a long game for this type of game yeah. It's here. like seven hours, which I feel like is yeah. long for those. Like yeah. I feel like for the most part, you usually see these games be about like three to 
four or so, five maybe at the most on the high end. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like the original Amnesia was probably almost around the same. I couldn't I tell you. I did not make it that far. Uh, one thing started chasing me, and I started going crazy in the dark. Yeah. That game was I fucked up. Much. That game was really fucked up. It was interesting, and I liked it because it scared the shit out of me. But that's about the best I can say about it, because I can't make it that much further. Uh, but okay, uh, speaking think, of scaring the know, shit out I, of me. I want to I wanna beat it. Uh, <clears throat> At some point, I almost feel like I need to walk through. Really? Because uh, I can't. Because I'm stuck on some stupid puzzle at this point. They're all supposed okay. to be like just like switch puzzles for the most part, from what I've heard. Really? Okay. I think so. Like uh, I think well, if no, you're I mean on on the dark descent, not not. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I was talking about that machine. Uh, wow, uh, uh, machine for pigs. But okay. But, but no, no. The, of... the, the puzzles uh, for a machine for pigs have been super easy. Yeah, that's uh, what. I've, yeah. And they have been literally just switches. And really basic stuff like that. Does it um, feel like, the, like sorry, it, you can see the influence of like the Dear Esther people in the world of Amnesia? I don't think so. I don't think there's any relation. Really? Yeah, between the two games. No, I'm saying, can you see the influence of a mach- of the Dear Esther people's... Oh, yeah, in the sense that like the, the kind of narration. Yeah, stuff, yeah, exactly. It feels like. Um, and it almost kind of feels like, like, you know, you get the feeling that like the dude you're playing as in Machine for Pigs... You know, he's some like kind of like evilish rich dude with a lot of guilt and things like that. Right. Um, and that's kind of factory. It feels very, you know, like it. It feels like a Edgar Allan Poe okay. Lovecraftian type thing, where like, yo, this is someone who's bad and who's learning a lesson okay. some, because of some supernatural thing. Right. Okay. Um, and then kind of digging those kind of stories from when I was younger. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm into it from that that point of view. Uh, I think it it seems neat. Like I'm I'm glad that someone made it. Like I I like that this kind of thing can exist in game form. Cool. Um, Outlast. Yeah, let's talk about Outlast. Got creepier. Uh, after kind of breaking the game a bit for myself um, by yeah. kind of like forcing my way through a section. Yeah, totally. That kind of like made me go like meh. Um, but then how do you die? Getting further in. <laughs> Um, the story got started getting a little bit more interesting, and uh, some creepy moments happened. Started getting pursued by a lot more guys. Oh, started God. having to hide more and use oh, that. Oh, um, it it's it's cool. I, I'm oh. liking that game more. Yeah, I don't. So, do you think I could not handle this game whatsoever? I think good. Really? I think I I actually do. Um, I think it is pretty scary. Apparently, I've not gotten to the scariest section. Um, there is something coming up that I guess is a lot scarier. Okay, you gotta play it and let me know. Or no, you gotta play it on the stream and let me watch. Yeah, totally. Because uh, I'm probably an hour hour further than I was last time. Okay. And, are, and you're still liking your saying it's good. Uh, like, have you died in this game yet? What? Have you died? Yeah, I have died now. Okay. I've died twice. How is the checkpointing? Fun. Completely fine. Okay. Like, it's actually been been totally good okay. uh, about all that stuff. And, and it really, like, you Are don't there chambers? Get danger a heck of a lot. Okay. Uh, I mean, there was one guy I got too close to him, and he hit me. Oh, man. Um, Kick him. It seems like, for the most part, it's Stab actually him. been, like... It, yeah, like, it's it's been just, like, guys, like, standing around being like, we're, we're gonna get that guy. Yep, we sure as will. Okay. Okay. And nothing actually happening. Okay. Um, but the 
man, like, I just don't really like the the aesthetic of it. I think it does the, the footage, you know, the camera stuff the best yeah. uh, of anything else. And uh, I, have been, I have been having a lot of fun with it. I think, you know, it, it's the kind of game you can play for, like, uh, an hour or so every now and then and just kind of freak yourself out, like, you know, kind of get into the... Um, the setting of it. Sure. I don't necessarily feel the need to marathon it. Right. I don't know about you. I mean, do you, no. do you find yourself wanting to go back to that game? No. A Did little you, bit only really because... really scary? Like, I mean, a little bit only just to... Only just because you found it so funny. So I feel like it would be funny to go back to it. But that is the only reason I really want to go back. Wow. How would you rank that in terms of, like, scary games you've played? Um... I don't think it's a scary... Like, some people are trying to push it as like, is this the scariest game of all time? And I don't think so. Have you been playing in the dark and everything? Yeah, a lot of stuff in the dark. Okay, I don't know. I get scared very easily, you know that. What are you drinking? Rolling Me? Rock? Oh, so, that's a Rolling Rock. Sorry, yeah, I thought I was stealthy opening that up. No, I, we always need to know that you're, that you're drinking Rolling Rock. This is the Grief Podcast. Yeah, we're, waiting, we're still waiting for that check. <laughs> One of these days. Rolling Rock and Kraken. Mr. Rock. <laughs> Mr. Rock. Um, Imagine if Chris Rock owned Rolling Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock owns Rolling Rock. That'd be great. Um, no, but I, I think it's good. I think it's 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 fun. Uh, I you know, I think that like probably I'll probably check in with it every now and again. Okay. Um, but, but like I said, probably never you know, marathon it. Um, Have you heard about a length? So of that game? I also played a bit of Spartacus Legends. Wait, what? The free to play fighting game on Xbox Live. Okay. So this is based off the, I believe, now canceled show. It's been canceled for uh, a while, I thought. Didn't they cancel it recently? I thought, I'm, is it just recently that it was canceled? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was had been canceled for like months or like a year. The main guy that played Spartacus died. Well, that was a long time ago, and then they changed the subtitle of the show, so, and then someone else played Spartacus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So they made a free-to-play fight, so naturally. naturally. I think a perfect fit for a free-to-play fighting game. How is it? It's not great. I mean, it's, really? it's all like arena gladiator battles. And really? Like that, which, I mean, it's, there are worse ideas for a game. Uh, that's something that lends itself to a fighting game right away, right? Uh, Killer is dead. Sure, that's true. I'm saying no. I'm just trying to throw out worse ideas for for games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, with that, that's not true. Uh, but so you get to you know you rank up. You get to customize your uh, your gladiator. You can unlock different gladiators. They you know want you to pay for uh, consumables and okay. items and all this stuff. Right. Um, I didn't pay for anything. Uh, I just kind of jumped in. And you pretty much have a light attack, strong attack, block, and jump, and roll. Can uh, you... It's a 3D fighting game. Okay. Um, it's really slow. Like, slower than MK. Um, it doesn't feel very responsive. Everything kind of has a bit of a lag to can it. Can you Hadouken? Um, you cannot do Hadouken. Uh, can you Dragon Punch? Uh, no, there's no, no, not really Dragon Punch. I haven't really, Can it's you... more of like combo based in the sense of like you hit X and Y a bunch. Oh, so can you hurricane kick? Yes. Okay. No, oh. Um, no, this game is not very good. Sonic Boom? Uh, 
Yes. Okay. There we go. You, you actually, at one point, you pull off your your mask and uh, you breathe fire on everyone. Can you just can you drop a Spartacus Legends arcade cabinet onto your opponent? <laughs> yeah, it turns out. So uh, you at the end when you kill them, you you pull out a uh, a Capcom live <laughs> for a game. Nice. You're, Play so um, okay, so like, is the, are there special very, moves? It's not very fun. I played okay. about five or so matches. Yeah, and you know, even for being free to play, I was just this is a two gig game. Wow, like not much. Yeah, it's boring. Wow, uh, and there's like challenges and all these things you can do to like earn more money to put towards you know upgrading better stuff. Um, but it's totally not worth it. Okay, right. you say so. All right, have you been playing anything else? Yeah, uh, just two others. One or two other things. Uh, I, I played, um, yeah, two other things. Uh, so I played some Mag Runner Dark Fall. Yes, you've been talking to me about Mag Runner, and I still think that it's a disease you have. So what, what is this? It is. Oh, I do have a bad case of Mag Runner. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, so this game is, it's pretty much sold as Portal meets Lovecraft. <laughs> the song. By the Vaseline's portal meets the song by the Vaseline's Lovecraft. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So pretty much, you're like in a future. Uh, some rich guy is testing people to become mag runners, which is going to be people that go to some space station or something and use magnetic technology uh, for some uh, like type of energy, which is completely renewable. Okay. And humanity will be saved. Okay. Uh, but pretty much, like, so the first, I played about an hour and a half, two hours of this game, and about the first hour was just very, like, levels, and it was, you know, except you're using magnets, so okay. you can change the kind of magnetic polarity on things. You can make awesome. them attract each other or oh, repel yeah. each other or something like that. Yep. Uh, so pretty much it's, like very much like Portal, you kind of got a gun hand, and you're shooting things that like, for instance, like platforms, um, or found a boxes and like riding them up, uh, you know, because they're getting repelled from into it. the magnetized bottom part. Uh, so I mean, like that stuff was very basic. I was pretty much getting every single Steam achievement for beating each level nice. in less than five minutes. Nice. So it was going really fast, and it kind of, you were familiar with Portal, uh, the first probably 45 minutes to almost an hour, pretty standard stuff. Huh. Okay. Um, then, once, like, the Cthulhu-type stuff started coming in, and, like, the world started getting all fucked up, uh, and all that, it started getting more interesting. Okay. Uh, so... You know, once the machine, like, you know, the testing rooms and all the machines stuff started breaking down, um, it started getting a lot cooler and the, the puzzle started getting a bit harder. Right. Uh, so I think it's actually, it, it kind of came around. Like, the first 45 minutes to, like I said, like, or, or an hour or so, uh, not, not hugely into it. Okay. Um, but I got to say, like, if you want a, you know, portal-style game to play, um, that's like, I don't know, 15 bucks, something like that on Steam. Yeah, I think this is totally actually... All right, and it looks pretty good. Uh, you know, it's an Unreal Engine game, but it actually looks looks good. So you're saying, never play Quantum Conundrum? 
Is that what you're going on official record I think saying? This is, yeah, I think this is better than mine. <laughs> okay, alright. I still haven't played it. I have that game downloaded on my Xbox, and I've never turned it like on. Yeah, I think it's, it's again, like, it's weird that the genre of Portal-esque games is a thing now. Well, two of them were sort of, well, two of the series were sort of done by the same person. I mean, are you counting Darksiders, too? Darksiders 1. Uh, no, but I could, I guess. Yes. Of like, I mean, like, the, you know what I mean? Like, the, the room puzzle game type thing? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, like, the cube, all that stuff, like, uh, anti-chamber, I'd almost even count in there. Oh, yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Um, that is, like, it's very much like that, that's kind of the thing. Um, I'm actually, I'm very excited to anti-chamber with the Oculus Rift. That'd be cool. Uh, that'd be very cool. So, okay, uh, Mag Runner. Mag Runner, I think, is actually, I'm it. giving it a slight yippee as of, oh, as of right now. Yippee. Not, um, it was kind of a skippy. A slippy. A slippy. Yeah, it was slippy. It was a little slippy. Okay. But now it's, 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 at a, it's at a yippee. Okay. okay. I gotta say, I like it. Um, and last but not least, I'm playing Medal of Honor. I'm sorry, I had to check the date on my, uh, on my calendar to make sure that it wasn't 1998. Uh, no, no, uh, I've been playing the one from 2009. Huh. Or 2010 or whatever it was. Huh. So how is... How is Medal of Honor 09? Or is that... It's 09, right? Sure. I'm looking or, it up right now. I don't know. Um, I looked it up, but then I actually... I got a Wikipedia page on the actual Medal of Honor. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's... I got to say, it plays... 2010. Okay. Like, it's very snappy... Uh, you know, it controls alright, uh, but man, that game is just kind of soulless. Really? Okay. So, I mean... And it's I... mostly based on, like, real people and real events and stuff like that, but, like, man, they just, like, don't develop characters. It's just like, okay, you're on a mission. So this was... I Script mean... Defense. Okay, so Medal of Honor... Uh, Medal of Honor 10, as we'll call it from right now. Uh, was a reboot of a franchise that hadn't seen the light of day in a fucking in a long time. Uh, I mean, yeah. Infinity Ward was was responsible for at least one Medal of Honor game uh, before they went off and started doing Call of Duty stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so that was probably just I I assume that was the last like major Medal of Honor release was the, whatever Infinity Ward did before they went to Call of Duty. So that's sort of why you saw no more Medal of Honor and Call of Duty start up uh, and. EA brought the game back out uh, I, as their yeah to to be their you know their their response to to Call of Duty to Call of Duty in 2010 after Modern Warfare was already like around the t- Modern Warfare two oh it was, tw- it was 2010 it was 2010 yeah oh my god um this does not feel like a game from 2010 uh okay that's this feels like a game from probably 2007 that's sad. Um, um, I've always I did want to play. Yeah, that game. I mean, uh, I like playing it right when it came out. I didn't have like the same scripting bugs and things like that that like really got a lot of knocks when it came like you know, it was being reviewed. Totally. Yeah. In terms of like you know this is a game that was you know you can tell is is really focused on you know having crazy stuff happen with with scripted stuff mm-hmm. and apparently that would just break and they just break the whole game. Um, but like I said, I think it plays pretty well. I think it's pretty snappy. Um, it plays like a Call of Duty game that yeah. is maybe a little battlefielded up in terms of like the feel of it. Okay. Um, so, but like, I, I I just like 
gotta say that like it it just it feels like someone said you know like looked at modern warfare it's like get me one of these <laughs> okay right and while call of duty can have something crazy and outlandish happen this trying to ground itself is trying to make it more serious but doesn't give you any characters to connect with yeah so like it just ends up being like like you just don't feel anything when you're playing it but does it have like the big action movie set pieces as well or a little bit like it has some of that stuff it's toned down a bit to try to make it a bit more realistic okay um, but man, like I, I, I guess it, like I found myself being like, "Oh, this plays pretty well." Huh. Um, or it plays like I, Call of Duty. Well, it plays like Call of Duty. Yeah, it, it very much plays like Call of Duty. It, actually, it plays probably the most like Black Ops, uh, okay. because it does have like the dive and okay. everything. Right. Um, nice. Dive's good. But yeah, yeah, I think that that actually does help sometimes when you're you know you don't actually have a cover system. You just kind of use you yeah. know whatever makeshift cover in, in first person. Uh, I think that works fine. I just think, like, man, it just does not know. I, I just felt like, man, this game did not know what it wanted to be. That sucks. Oh, I've wanted to... I, I've wanted I'm, to I'm curious to play it, like, yeah. all the way through to see if it becomes anything. Because apparently it's only, like, a five-hour game. Okay. And after playing a little bit more than an hour, being like, man, where does it go from here? Okay, that's interesting. Wait, so where did it go? Um, where? Afghanistan. But I mean, you said, where does the game go from here? So what happens? I think we can uh, spoil Medal of Honor. Anything- uh, I mean, so far, I've, I've been searching for a guy that is like an informant against Al-Qaeda. Okay. And um, they've been, you know, there was ambushes and one guy, we found a guy we thought was the guy, but it was just a dead guy with explosives taped to him. Whoa. And we kicked him out a window. It's fucked up. Kicking people I, that's, out of like, that's the thing. It's like, and you you get these characters that like I guess you're supposed to try to start to like or something from like the dialogue as you're going through the the mission, right? Uh, but all this is like, hey, I'll take like any this music, like speaking about like Arabic music over so and so's hip hop any day. Look, that's weird. Okay. And like I'll be like, oh man. <laughs> and, like, they'll just be razzing each other. Okay. Uh, but, like, just very, like, it, it all feels very detached and weird. Okay. Like, this game is a weird, so, like, I almost encourage people that might, like, own this from, like, any bundle or anything um, to just try it out. as like, just being, like, look what happens if you try to make a, a game by just checking boxes. Right. Um, but not, I... like, putting things in them. Say what you want about Call of Duty. I think that, like, at least they were able to create a world that was compelling, if nothing else. Yeah. Whether you thought it was compelling because it was crazy or stupid or anything like that, like, you at least wanted to see what happens. Totally. Uh, this is just like, oh, this is this is just someone, like, like just very deliberately trying to do that and, and not really quite hitting it. Speaking of Call of Duty, I finished Modern Warfare finally this weekend. Did you? Yeah. Awesome, right? Yeah. 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 It gave a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I think that'll do it for that. Um, it takes you want to take a break real quick? We'll come back. God, yes. All right. All right. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Hey, Diggs, thanks for sticking around with me through this uh, tumultuous show. 
What? Tumultuous. It's been tumultuous. Is that the right word? Has it been tumultuous? No, it hasn't quite been tumultuous. Okay. It's been tried. It's been. It's been quite a show. Yeah, it's oh. been. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a show of a. It's and you know we've had some some cries. Yeah. But we've also had maybe some laughs. We've had, I don't know. Depends on who you are. Yeah. Just sicko. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, one thing that games have been, you know, trying to do, and, and you know, I think it's up to us to decide whether or not they succeeded, as okay. uh, games have been, you know, they, they try to put humor. Yeah. Funny games. Yeah, games sure. Are funny. Oh, yeah, sure. I think the games are totally funny. I think that we were just talking about, well, when you were talking about uh, Magrunner, talking about Portal, Portal and Portal 2 are both very funny games. Um, but do you think that it's a thing that games can do? Like, what do you think is the easiest way for a game to be funny? Because I was actually thinking about this when, when, when kind of getting ready uh, for this. Like, was it? do you think that it's, like, video? Is it, like, cutscenes? Is it text? Like, what's the easiest way for a game to be funny? Because I feel like if something is scripted and supposed to be funny, if you're not standing in the right place or looking at the right thing, uh, something can be lost on you. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that's... And I, think, like, I was going to say, like, uh, that, uh, some games can get around that by, like, having hold Y to, you know, focus or whatever. Uh, I was just seeing, like, a Gears of War and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I think that... I think um, there's so many different kinds of funny. Right and like how you're gonna hit onto them are gonna be different ways. Like like Super Mario Brothers two released in the United States with all those Mario Brothers characters in this really weird universe is a pretty funny game to be playing because it's just so fucking ridiculous the entire time. But like it's not funny in like the way that like a Saints Row three or four is funny, which is a very movie kind of funny. Yeah, and I think that like that's the kind of thing I was thinking of. Like there is like the funny based on. Things being like a ridiculous, like like things maybe calling out the ridiculousness of video games. Well, no, I, I think, I think that's different. I think I think being ridiculous as a video game is one thing. I think like going meta and trying to be like we're a video game and that's why we're doing. Like I think that's something that's overdone and that and well I, that ends up being not funny a lot yeah. of times. You look at like Matt Hazard. Right, like that, trying to be a franchise of like kind of like a Duke Nukemish character that makes fun of video games. But I think that, like, in a very similar, like, over the top kind of way, like, I think Bayonetta is a very funny game. Yeah, um, I think also like the thing with like a lot of Japanese games, like, kind of bringing in anime humor works well sometimes with video games. I think, yeah, I think there's a common ground in kind of the insanity that you can go to in both of them. Like even like Western games, I think there's there's always a, a little bit of like just kind of crazy, you know, things that you could find in like an anime or whatever that that sort of make it over. And I think you're right. I think that the anime aspect of a lot of Japanese games really wins it over, especially with like uh, JRPGs. And even something like Incredible Crisis, where like you know that that old school like PS one game or whatever, right? Where like a family is having crazy things happen to them. Um... And you're, you know, going through mini games to get them through their day, or like um, uh, elite beat agents, yeah. where you're dancing to like help someone that's like, I don't know, getting attacked by like a monster, and also on like a first date. Totally, yeah, sure, yeah, that's awesome. Like that, that's crazy. I, I, that's funny. Yeah, and I think like juxtaposition is a really good way to do humor in games. Uh-huh. Like I think it's like let's. Like, you know, let's let's put two things together that are a little crazy. Like a dating sim and dinosaurs. 
Oh, wow. That would be... Uh, dra- that's, yeah, that's the, that one game, like, Jurassic Heart. That was in that game jam. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that sounds hysterical, yeah. And, I don't know, like... But there are still games that just text can be fun. You know, like, if you look at old LucasArts games before there was something such as voiceover or even just, like, you know, uh, just, like, full video. Like, there, there were very funny elements well, in a lot of those early... Uh... Well, I think adventure games were, like, you know, before, like... Before you could make a crazy big scripted game... Yeah. Like, if you wanted to have control over a narrative you kind of had to do an adventure game like that. Right. Because it let you, you know, okay, this person is going to hear this thing at this specific time. You can control the comedic timing or something. Yeah. Yeah, due to the way that they were just how they play out. Yeah, like, you know, I think, like, Monkey Island probably one of the funniest games ever. Funny, yeah. Historical, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, in, insult sword fighting. Yeah. It's great. Have you played uh, it recently? I did. I played it when the the remastered one came out about three years ago. Does it hold up? Uh, for the most part, I think that like you know, I think that the place it shows its age the most is the gameplay and the puzzles, right? Um, and some of the tedium, right? Yeah. Uh, there, but I think that, like you know, most of the LucasArts, the you know, the Scrum VM or engine, the Scrum yeah. stuff, yeah, Scrum engine stuff, uh, Scum engine, scum. not Scrum. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, I'm, I'm totally having different. a. Totally different thing. Um, yeah, the scum engine stuff. You're I think have that, a meeting like, every day. Is that what you're talking? Yeah, just 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 in the morning. We're just gonna talk about our goals. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I know those well. Trust me. Do, do you guys do that? You guys not at at scrum at, at the last company I was. We did. We we don't really anymore. Well, we we talk about just everything throughout the day. You guys are agile. I get, yeah, it's a little agile mixed with waterfall. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have, like, a board of, like, all your, like, goals and stuff like that? Uh, we're actually waiting to get a whiteboard installed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there will be soon. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Everything they teach you is actually true. <laughs> no, because it's funny, because, like, I had a class that was just, like, we're going to talk about Scrum and Agile and all these things, and yeah. it was just, like, Board, do these things, yeah, and like it's just way it's word for word, yeah, sort of. It's not really, I mean, for the most part, it's never as structured because oh no, I think that would you would have to be crazy people to require that all the time, yeah, and especially because uh, people are always going to come to you and be like, my shit is more important and it has to get done now, so everything fucking interrupts everything you do, so no process ever works out. Uh, that's why I say bagels. Yeah. Just have bagels in the morning. Totally. Then, bagels. then everyone will will do it. Will do their job. That's so. I was, I was looking at um empanada makers on oh, Amazon. Shit, how are those forge- No, like fifteen bucks. Um, I found a fortune cookie maker. Um, and I actually wanted to for our improv show. I wanted to buy a fortune cookie maker. Put the names of comedians and stuff that were going to come up in the fortune cookies. Oh wow. And read them out of there. That'd be really awesome. Be over so over elaborate. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's just... the way I, that's that's kind of how I roll. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I've been to all of our shows. Uh, I wanted to bring the Oculus, um, but I don't think I'll ha- I won't have it for tomorrow. But um, no, I would say uh, just leave that at home for a little while. Don't take I that wanted... out into the world, especially a place where you're going to be drinking. <laughs> just be like, hey, you guys want to try this VR? <laughs> Hook it up to that beer tap. 
What up? Yeah. What? I don't know if just like it's it's on a fire hydrant. It's on the dog that's in your room in the morning. Whoa! I'm like a. I don't know if you know this, things. I am a big fat party animal from '80s, <laughs> like uh, sex comedy. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, my name is like I don't know, like wombat or something. <laughs> Did you say wombat? Yep, Lombat. I like that. Nice, Lombat. Oh, Lombat's way better. So Lombax. It's on the Lombax. Um, <laughs> all right, humor in games. Let's no, I... But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back a bit. Um, I think that, like... I think, like, movies and things like that, I think, like, games... You know, you can always tell when a game's trying too hard, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, a Duke Nukem or something like that, like... That really tried hard to get you to to laugh at some stuff that's not, you know, like we're gonna make the doors look like buttholes, and he's gonna tickle them and say "coochie coochie." Yeah, that was bad. Uh, I mean, and and think about like "Killer is Dead," which I'm sure those things are supposed to be funny. Yeah, I assume, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, but like, look at like, I mean, the Persona games can be pretty funny. Persona Catherine, games. I thought was pretty funny. Catherine was also, you were also being chased up a wall by a, an ass monster at one point. That's true. And that actually wasn't funny. It was just kind of weird. And when you're, well, and when you're climbing up from that dead baby, that was just creepy. No, but I meant like in the, um, the scenes where you're in the pizza shop. But again, but that's still just like, uh, VO or movies, right? That's not. Like, that's not gameplay. Yeah. Like, I think gameplay funny is a much weirder thing that, that I think. It's I think Raymond actually has that. Like, I think that Raymond is very goofy and has a good semblance or balance just between gameplay and sound and everything that, that really makes it just a very fun and funny game to play. Like, in one of the... At the end of every level in Raymond, there is a music level uh, where you're collecting all the bits or whatever. whatever. Yeah, called. yeah. And uh, one, of the, one of the levels is, like, is uh, Eye of the Tiger by a mariachi band. And they have, like, a kazoo in it, too, at one point. And it's fucking phenomenal. And it, it blows away every other song in the entire game, which is really sad. But it's so good. And and I think that is a, something that, that was hysterical as I was playing through it. The point where I was, like, laughing so hard at points that I would fall off. But that's also because I was pretty bad at the game. So it's not... I can't blame it all on the... But that's... Okay, yeah, that's... That's that is that's pretty good, and I mean, I guess even Saints Row, you know, having you do a mission while don't want to miss a thing, yeah, is playing. I think that's pretty funny. I mean, diving out of the plane, let's just let, with power playing is well. That's more just that's not even funny. That's just fucking awesome. The badass. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just so fucking. <laughs> that's just great. I don't know what you mean. That's that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, no, that was that was, um, one, of the best, that was one of the best moments. But but okay, so even WarioWare. Well, that yeah, no, I think that is a great example of funny gameplay. But do you think like, that leans too hard on like fart jokes? Yeah, but I think that like also like that leans really hard on fart jokes in like mundanity. Yeah, like you doing like you know like having to do a very simple task, but putting it making it like super weird and like showing people's weird reactions to you doing like i don't know like like scratch this guy's back and he goes like yeah, yeah. like it's like or something like that like i think that you know maybe also part of warrior is like the micro gameness of it sure that like okay you got to do this stuff really fast i think so but like 
in in sort of the same weird vein, like a Katamari is fucking. It's weird and it's pretty funny the whole time when you just when you get big enough that you're like picking up like the sun and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. that's hysterical yeah. and weird and like that's just like this little touch. It's just it's and I think that's where games can really hit the hardest in their in the laughs is that when it's just sort of like this little button that you just didn't expect. It's just like oh. They went there, and that's I. I never would have thought that that would have happened in a million years. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of like the first time you see a character model react to getting shot in the nuts. Yeah, I know. And being young enough, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, I mean, that doesn't have quite the same impact it does now. No, I know. I mean, but like Saints Row. Still, a lot of does the that. weapons. Bulletstorm, I think, is a pretty funny game. I think Bulletstorm um, is pretty funny. I think Ratchet and Clank, when Ratchet and Clank does it right, or at least when I was that age, and they had like the sheep gun and stuff like that, that, that was hysterical. Well, even Heretic, like turning guys into chickens, I thought like in a like a very like, all the goth stuff going on, and then you turn a guy into a chicken. And can That's we be fun. honest? Mecha Hitler is kind of a funny concept, right? But I mean, like, I guess, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, funny and ridiculous. I guess are become very overlapping things in this, right? Because, like, yeah, in video games, you can obviously do stuff you cannot easily do in a movie or a one act play. Yeah, or a something with no uh, budget. Like this is, I mean, depending on what you're looking at, like, like, like and because you can get do stuff in like a 16 bit sort of architecture. But like, if you want it to look realistic, it's not gonna. It's gonna be way more difficult, probably. Well, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, even just sometimes messing with it. I mean, some of the funniest times I've had in games is messing with the game. Oh, totally. I think glitches are probably some of the best humor you'll ever see in a game. Yeah. <laughs> and those are intentional. <laughs> and that's that's like taking the characters out of their normal world. Right, is it's kind of what that comes down to. Like, or what like about... watching an, a xenomorph just walk into a wall yeah, and over again. Exactly, like that, that's it's pretty, pretty funny. funny. Yeah, or but what about bad translation? Oh, I think that's great. Like, like that's... a winner is you, yeah. or something. Yes, like... exactly. A winner is you, or yeah. Um, you know, all your base or belong to us. Like, still classic. Uh, I mean, like <laughs> I am error. Remember, like in. Uh, you defeated, like, in fucking Dark Souls? Like, come on, like... Yeah. Ridiculous stuff. Welcome to die, X-Men. Yeah. Um, and then you have, you know, a game like Deadly Premonition. Yes. Which is just all sorts of funny. Funny. And fucking crazy, and... I think also part of that reason that game is so funny is because you're still guessing whether or not it's serious for a while. Yeah. And I, like, think for... at, I think at one point, I honestly think that at one point you are laughing at the game just so you feel better about yourself for playing that game for so fucking long. Yeah, I believe that. Like, you just, you're just, it's, you know, one of those things where uh, you just have to react to that or else you're going to throw the fucking game out the window. Well, I think, that, you know, I mean, that's, we're in a very weird time right now with, like, bad games. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like Like, Killer people... is Dead. Yeah, but I mean, like, even, like, like look at how many streams and all those things are dedicated to people playing bad games. Yeah. We, uh, we have one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, for us, it's mainly games being played badly. That's but, actually uh, very true, yeah. We actually, yeah, we do stream some pretty, well, most of the time. We lost a lot of streams, too. 
We did, I, I, you know, uh, I, I actually found a couple when searching. Oh, wow, really? But they're just not in our profile anymore. It's weird. It's so weird. We, all right. Um, we got to get those back. So, uh, I, I mean, like, it's, it's funny because, like, there's, you know, obviously, for so long in games, I mean, I guess, like, you know, things were, things were kind of farted out, especially, yeah, you know, maybe some questionable licensed games or anything like that. And um, it's weird, like, a lot of these games have gotten second lives, mm-hmm. like, you know, the game Second Life. No, uh, uh, in, like, you know, people, like, uh, like a Superman 64. Yeah. Like, if I were to see that game somewhere, you know what? I probably would buy it. Yeah. Try it again and just just fucking have a terrible time with it and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like but the, the insanity of flying through rings as Superman and that being a Superman game. Yeah. But that's is, is kind of great. But I mean, at one point, isn't that just masochistic? No. Uh, it is, but I mean, um, I I think that like. There's something about that masochism when it's you know put on display or anything like that that is pretty funny. Yeah. Or when you have an outlet for it, I think it's pretty funny. And I mean, it's different because I guess like in with with bad movies, uh, you know, those are the the more fun ones to watch are the ones that don't mean to be bad. With bad games, it's hard to go back to play those because they're hard to get through. Well, it's like you gotta mean... need a you need a reason to to showcase that. But I think sometimes bad games and bad movies share a lot of things similar. And I think that it's like, they're usually, they're all trying to be something really good and it's just like, they just don't have the talent or whatever. Like, something that is intentionally Or the resources bad. or anything like that, yeah. Like... Yeah. I mean, I, but I think when something goes out of its way to, like, make a dumb joke or something like that, it is, it's usually just comes through as bad. But, like, when something is intentionally trying to do something just, like, to the best of its abilities, that it, it actually... I mean, whether it succeeds or not in its own mind, that it usually does succeed. Yeah, but I mean, like, but even think about, like, Bien Tolete. It's classic. What? It's great. I love it. I don't, it doesn't, it, like, fucking, it, what a fucking weird game. If that game was dead serious, I would think that that, that game is was great. dead serious. And if that game was incredibly funny, I would think that game was incredibly funny. Either way, I think that game works, and I think that's why that game is actually really good. I think that game's all right, but it's like it's ridiculous, and I think that like yeah, totally. that ridiculous of like Kentucky that makes Route it pretty Zero. funny. Oh, that's totally funny. Kentucky Route Zero um, is crazy and funny because of like the just like the dialogue that you're just seeing on the screen and some of the situations but, you're going to. Like that, that's crazy. Like, um, uh, Last of Us, hysterical game. Oh, so wait much... a minute, no. Um, uh, but like, no, um, but I mean, okay, but but I guess there are moments of some moments of levity in the Last of Us, and I mean, like. Oh, Ellie's joke you, Yeah, Ellie's jokes. Ellie's terrible jokes, I think, were pretty funny. Um, I missed I mean, do you think that you need, like, for instance, I think one thing that you can critique the Man of Steel, the, you know, the new Superman movie for, is its kind of lack of levity. Um, really? I thought that, it was like, actually it, trying to be funny at times. Like, it, it definitely like Twice. Like, yeah, and, well, and towards okay. the end, it, it was okay, weird so... two hours to get that. <laughs> I'm, I'm and... we're talking about the exact two, like, the same two scenes. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. There were two scenes when yeah. that happened, okay. and it was weird. Yeah, it was um, because, like... But at the same time, wasn't the product, the overt product placement really funny? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. But, I mean, but do you think that, like... In a, but I'm serious. Like, like, things, that, like, does that count? Does that count? I don't that, know if that counts I, or not. I, I, I will say yes. Okay. Um, but but we'll say like in something like um, 
like the Uncharted series. That's kind of like a big blockbuster type thing. That has like, jokes. That that has a lot of jokes in it. In general, yeah, yeah, and funny situations, and, I, and the character dialogue is really snappy and good, and and like the. I think that's one of the best written games. I yeah. mean, of this generation. I think if we want to take a try, we'll take the high point. We'll say Uncharted. Uh, yeah. That's it's it's it, that's you know an amazingly written game, and um, you're good to choose Uncharted too because that's why it was so high up on our best series of the generation list. I, I yeah, because you know I've gone back and played some of that game uh, um, recently, and it still holds up. I mean that's that's written so well, like that heist scene. Are you talking about GTA Four? What are we talking about? No, the scene in, in Uncharted Two when you and uh, Flood, not I forget his name, you and the guy that betrays you, whatever, are breaking into that museum. Oh, everybody! Yeah, everybody betrays everybody. <laughs> at one point, Nathan Drake looks at the camera and betrays you, oh, the player. Holy shit, that would be awesome! Fuck, actually, that, that would, would be awesome. Oh, I'd be that. So, I would totally be down with that. Uh, I think Killer is dead. Did that? I'm just gonna say. Did it really? Probably. No, no it didn't do that. But it gets close. But, um, no, I, I think no, that... but I'm mean, saying like like the, that game had to have, I think like that that game like put like a blockbuster movie had its 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 comedic reliefs and things like that, and I think that like that made that game flow really well, like like a good sense totally. of humor. Yeah, worked for that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think like a like a Man of Steel kind of dragged. It was too self serious. Yeah. And do you think like that's going to be a problem for games as they get more cinematic? Um. Well, well, let's talk about some super cinematic games, I guess. Then, like, what what about like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Black Ops? I mean, those are still they have levity in them, but are they funny? No, I would say probably not. But again, like, I guess if you call like ridiculous of like watching the E three coverage of like any of probably Modern Warfare two the most. Um, you probably laughed at some point yeah, because was, it, you'd be it, like, yeah. "Oh, the moon!" Like fucking like. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the astronaut station blowing up and shit like that. Like, but in all honesty, I was uh, what was it? It was a Sunday night football, and they had Call of Duty Ghosts commercials, and it looked really fucking good. I'm actually like I've kind of come around to Call of Duty. Yeah, Ghosts. I've, I've completely come around, and that that game looks pretty um, good. Uh, I'm I'm really considered like. Is it bad that the upgrade to next gen deal is kind of looking good to me right now? I think I'm just gonna buy it on next gen. Yeah, I've got the oh, so I mean I've got the PS4 coming, but I might have to get my computer repaired, so I might not be able to even go for the Xbox yet. My computer started fucking oh, no. dying on me yesterday. Jeez, what's uh, what what's it doing? It would just it would just restart. It would just be like uh, the computer is recovered from a fatal error and must restart right now. And it did that. This is your MacBook? Yeah, my MacBook. Uh, it did it like last night. I just I turned it on and it did it almost immediately. And then Ooh, I had that's... I had it on for like a half hour, forty five minutes, and then it did it again. And then I was I restarted you... again. And well, hold on, <laughs> and I did it for wow. like another like twenty minutes. And then there was a weird clicking noise coming out. <laughs> that can't be good. Which doesn't and it's a, f- a fucking SSD, so I don't understand where this clicking noise is coming. That's from. that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, um, you're under warranty still, right? Is it a year? I don't know uh, if it's a unless year. you got Apple Care, it's a year. Okay, so I do not have Apple Care. So if it's a year, but to be honest, I've had it up the entire time. I'm not recording on it right now. I'm recording on a different laptop. Uh, but I've had it up the entire time, and it's lasted the entire time for the last three hours almost. Um, but so that was my computer. So so I'm just wondering if it has something to do with the battery. 
or the uh, power when when the power supply is connected. That was it. Turned out that was what was fucking up my computer. Uh, was was I, um, having a slightly different model battery that yeah, still worked that. with it. Yeah. Um, since removing the the battery, my computer is uh, working fine until I accidentally um, unplugged it. That happens. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't want to bring it to the Apple Store because that. But I'm. Go- I'll probably will next week. I was gonna do it tomorrow, but we've got to show. Oh, you gotta make. You gotta make a an appointment with a genius. You can't just bring that in there. No, I looked at the appointment times and they had a shit ton. But um, I because I work like nine right blocks away. Yeah. So, but we have a, a show tomorrow, so I'm probably just not going to bother yet. Well, I um, I wish I wish you and yours all the best. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really weird that it's been fine all day, and last night it was just fucking flipping out on me. Uh, and there was even, the noise was coming from what, a very weird spot, so I'm not even sure what happened. Anyway, that has nothing to do with humor in games. What I about, <laughs> it is, it's pretty I funny. I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, um, what else, like, adventure games, I think, had, they always were able to convey I, humor. I think adventure games were the biggest in the early, especially for most of the 90s. Yeah. That was where you went for funny games. <laughs> but, like, funny narrative games, right? Because, yeah. again, like, things like, well, what about, like, um, looking back on a Mad Dog McCree or, uh, a, a, you know, any of those FMV games? Oh, FMV games were hilarious, but were they, I mean, were they intentionally so again? I don't know. Uh, FMV is just such a dumb system yeah. that it's kind of amazing. Like, uh, I mean, playing, like, <laughs> Night Trap yeah. is one of the funniest games. Like, if I'm showing someone video games, yeah. uh, I end up showing them Night Trap. Really? Uh, yeah, which is such a weird thing to do. And I feel like a weirdo from that, because I'm going say, like, probably three times or so in the last year, wow. I've shown people Night Trap. Jesus that's a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a game that's like, it's not necessarily good, uh, but it's funny, it's weird, and it's weirdly compelling also. Oh, you're talking about Deadly Premonition. Yeah, also, yeah, all the same. I think that, like, you know, 90s, like, I was thinking even, like, 90s, like, SNES and, and NES, like, platformers that were super weird. Yeah. Um, some of those were kind of funny. No, totally. Um, I, I think that there was... Earthworm Jim, I thought was pretty funny. Earthworm Jim is hysterical. Um, Conquer, I, think... I mean, Conquer was one of the biggest funny games. Conquer was dirty. Conquer yes. was sort of filthy. Like, and at was, the time... Like, it was, when leisure, it was, it was know... leisure Suit Larry on a Nintendo console, effectively. Like, <laughs> leisure Suit Larry, also not funny now. Not funny As anymore. I've learned. And that is no. the same thing with Conquer. Like, even when Conquer came out on, like, Xbox, when they re-released you it... You never I... thought the great Mighty Pooh was funny? Man, like, that's the thing that I worry about, like, the South Park game that's coming out is, like, how... Did you play the South Park first-person shooter? I never did, no. I own that. I, I would play that a lot. <laughs> um, That game wasn't very funny. You would throw snowballs at, like, turkeys, and I think you could, like, pee on them. See, not funny. Uh, San Andreas, uh, hot coffee, pretty funny. Um, Max Andreas was weird, like like that. I mean, like jetpacks and stuff like that. That was gave those also weird, funny from its ridiculousness of yeah. like blowing up everything and you ragdoll somewhere. Yeah, and no, totally. Actually, they probably didn't even have ragdoll back then, did they? I th- no, they did. It was something like that, yeah. Max Payne three, pretty funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all these members of a family die. That was oh, God. That was such a depressing game. Like what? Um, I mean, the, like the it's weird because like that was 
I guess we're sticking on Rockstar here for a second, that being the other recent Rockstar game. Um, That was a game that was like very much trying to derive its humor from uh, like, you know, just like how terrible the people were that Max was guarding, right? Which is kind of, which isn't too different from GTA 5 in a sense, because everyone that you are is a terrible person. Yeah. But but it's totally different, like, in that this is like. Max Payne 3 is just depressed gritty alcoholic. and depressing. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and in, in depressing situations that are just, yeah. And meanwhile, this family of, like, rich people in Brazil are just partying, awful. And, like, sometimes legitimately, I did find legitimately funny. Yeah. I did laugh a couple of times, but, like, totally. it was mainly at the... Like, How terrible they were. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's... But that's that's an over-the-top character, right? Like, that's... Yeah, and I think that, like, it's... I like the fact that, like, you know, Rockstar is probably one of the few studios that can actually do this well. Yeah. Is, like, have that kind of weird... I mean, do you call it social commentary? I guess. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I I guess so. But I mean, like, what about when Far Cry 3 kind of does that in the beginning, but it's not really funny. You just sort of hate everybody. I mean, that one line's got me. He's like, hey, man, this is a pretty nice phone. That's, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? That got yeah, me. Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. Um, but what about, like, a game like Outlast, where, like, I'm scared shitless, but immediately after being scared, I think it's funny. But that's just I think, just and I think your reactions, like, that's the kind of thing. Like, again, like, even in, like, this world of streaming games, like, we like watching people scared, like, playing games. Like, I bet you um, some of the highest... Uh, views on YouTube of video game stuff are people playing Slenderman. Right. Well, I mean, that's funny, but it, yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Cause that's just, it's just dumb when like, if you were to watch one of these things, like in just with, even without sound, it's, it's probably not going to be all that scary. No, probably not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like game, uh, you know, humor games is something that's like, still being figured out, which is kind of weird. But I think that it is following a very... I think that humor in games, for the most part, or where the most times that you hear about funny games is because they're following a very movie type of path where it does come down to the voice acting or to the um, uh, just the, the movies in general within the, well, the games. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I think sometimes, like... It's weird because obviously, like, with things becoming memes... Viva Pinata. Yeah. Hysterical. That whole fucking game. Whole fucking game. Pinata's um, fucking. That is a funny concept. Uh, Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo is pretty fun. I don't know. It's Tokyo Jungle fun. is just kind of weird. Um, that like the jump animation on the Pomeranian being so, so high, high and so funny, so weird. and then just like it's so weird. Like, I, it's a weird game, but like, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that like even like the Mario and Luigi games, those are funny. Like those are really funny, and I think that like translation <laughs> is something that's like. You know, obviously good localization can make a game funny. But also bad localization can too. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. It's opposite ends of the spectrum, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that, like, it's it's funny because I think we've got, like, a couple different styles of humor now in games based on the budget of said game. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, like, um, for instance, Super Meat Boy, very funny funny game. Yeah. Um, But sometimes it's funny based on watching yourself die over and over again because you're watching a replay yeah. and you're looking back at your 100 deaths. Yep, it's classic. Uh, yeah, and I think that, like that's that's a cool way to put humor into a game for something that's very frustrating. Yeah, 
Um, I, I think that um, a lot of the Double Fine games all have a yeah, really good I mean, to them. Tim Schafer is probably one of the best. But I even, mean, I, I but, can't believe... And Ron Gilbert uh, as well, in and, terms of... But even as like a more newcomer, I think Brad Muir has done a really great job with a lot of the stuff. And Yeah. I think... Uh, um, I, well, what is it? I uh, agree. Uh, what was Bro- the trench? Bro- or... Yeah, trench. I thought was really funny. And like, got... like the salutes and everything. Like yeah. that was dumb, but yeah, really funny. But really dumb. Yeah, really funny. And I thought that this just like the uh, the general who was just sort of like a head, and like it, <laughs> like that was crazy shit. Like it was really funny. And, <laughs> and Renegade Ops and Just Cause. We had just been talking about that stuff. Like those are funny fucking games because of their ridiculousness. Oh my god, yeah. And I think that like, um, uh, fucking, I think a lot... you don't know Jack. Oh, hilarious game. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times that like games have the ability to play on tropes that a lot of times movies don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can make things really funny. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And and I think like it's it's also the ability. Like, I think even something like a Left for Dead. Like I think humor and experience is something yeah. that games have that like nothing else can. Yeah. Like, like for instance, like you know, we I, I know we just talked about this kind of thing like a couple weeks ago, but like, like, like playing Left 4 Dead and being like, holy shit, uh, uh, you know, we were going towards the boat, and then all these tanks came out and killed us, and and all this stuff happened, and I died, <laughs> and then he comes back and tries to save me. Like, the fact that like that stuff can be similar but different, uh, I think is really. I mean, it's really cool. It's something that I guess no other medium can really have. If you can't like say like. I mean, unless it was something external to said movie yeah. or, you know, book, you can't have that. But, um, I mean, I don't know. the like, humor I... ends up always being so subjective, though, because, so, like, the first time you probably see, like, a No More Heroes and you're recharging your lightsaber, that's probably pretty funny. But the second time, it's way less funny. And every other subsequent find, you're pretty much... Yeah, same, I, I mean, that's kind of, I guess that is kind of the inherent problem, like... Games get that problem of like, and just in general, of, I mean, of value versus like time, like things overstaying their welcome, mm-hmm. or rather like perceived value. Because I think that like length of games is one of like the biggest weirdest debates that will ever you know, and will continue to probably the uh, like the end of games. Yeah, totally. um, because I mean, like I think you know, even something like a Gone Home. I yeah. think could be really funny, and I think was funny through its character, you know, through character and experience. And I think it's it's. I think, but that... at the same time, I could see how that is a very you know a subjective thing, and would only be funny a couple times. But like or once or the, twice. the thing that I think Gone Home really like, I think a lot of the funny stuff that happens, like besides the story stuff and that, that is that when like you get like the jump scare in Gone Home. Uh, which happens a couple times, or just, like, you start freaking out and gone home. It is very much a real-life situation freakout. Like, if you were to walk into a house for the first time and all this stuff was to happen, like, I would be freaked the fuck out. But nothing ever happens because it's supposed to be mimicking real life in such a way. And that's, I think, a really funny part about Gone Home is that it's, it's like, an well, extreme it, it, version it, of a mirror. Like, that is literally just a fucking mirror. Well, also, it describes, like, if you hear this history of this house or something like that, you assume it's going to be haunted. Right, yeah. And exactly. in real life, a or house like, is a house. And, and, and like, and... you walk up there, like, and it's raining out and there's thunder and lightning. And, like, and you just realize, and, yeah, you walk into it and, and it eventually is like, well, it's just, it's, the fucking weather can be the weather. Like, yeah, you showed up on a shitty day. 
Like, and, and I um, think that's a really funny thing about it, and I think that's a really cool thing. It's about storytelling in games, if not just humor in games. Like, I, I think that storytelling is something well, that has come a long way in games. I, and I think that actually, you know, maybe Gone Home is is is, is a, an example of maybe something that might be embraced more soon. Is like, I mean, it, maybe humor from realism in games too. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, even like, a, but like a, I was actually just thinking like Quop. Quop is, is a pretty funny game based on its mm-hmm. difficulty and yeah. its ultra realism. Totally. And like Surgeon Simulator is a, a humor based game based on its ultra realism. Yeah. No, 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 or totally. Perceived altruism or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, perceived altruism. And, and I think that's kind of, that's an interesting place for, that games can go. Um, and, and I think that, that that humor is is different from, like, the, the humor of, uh, you know, the, the FMV or the talk over or whatever. Like, it's a very different kind of humor. Where one of them you're just going, you might roll your eyes at, and the other one will end up frustrating you if you don't find it funny. But do you think that, like, is there maybe a difference in terms of like having agency in the humor and like humor as being an incentive? Again, I like, I, I think that that I, I I still think it comes down to like if it's an incentive and it and you get it and you don't like it then then you're going to just be like that was well because that's like Ratchet and Clank a lot of times is like the incentive for getting through a platforming area is a funny cutscene let's say right no yeah you're, you're right and, and I think like, you're right and when it doesn't hit you, you feel let down but like uh, I think that when like a quopper or a clop uh, and it's funny because of how difficult it is and, and just like kind of what's happening on screen the animation and you can and because you understand what you're doing and why everything is happening on screen i think that yeah, it, and like, it can be it can be really funny but like if you are taking this thing super seriously it is just fucking frustrating yeah and i, I mean i'm sure even like i actually haven't played it yet but i i, I want to like octodad i haven't um, played i'm excited either. to play the new one yeah um and and I feel like that's you know we, I guess games are like at this point are moving so fast that they're so meta uh, in, in so many ways that like we call out the meta ness of the ultra realistic things and yeah suppose that with I something wish... fantastical again and I think that I I mean sometimes games are yeah I think that that's that can be funny. And I think that breaking the wall, can, the fourth wall, can be really funny. But I also think that sometimes you're just like, fucking, well, like fucking killer is dead. Like it's just, it's not funny. You're just well, like Deadpool. You're actually a really big fan of. I was um, a big fan of Deadpool, and that was just constantly breaking the fourth wall. But that was like, intrude to that character. Yeah, it was true to that character, and break. I I do enjoy breaking the fourth wall in general. But uh, there was something else to Deadpool. It, it was maybe it was just Nolan North. You know, just like honestly, <laughs> just just like the inclusion I, of Nolan North, like just a, does it for you. Like, a, no, a different voice actor would have done that a much less worthy job. Like, where to? I think I would not have been as into it. Like, I enjoy. I would have enjoyed the story. I would have enjoyed the breaking of the fourth wall. But I would not have kept going along if it wasn't for just like how yeah, well his performance. It was done. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I guess yeah, and that brings up again. Like, I mean. <laughs> I guess humor is such an objective thing, obviously. But yeah. like, you know, getting someone like getting people that know what they're doing, yeah. getting someone a pro like like no one knows. I guess you know it gives you a bit of a head start. Totally, um, just like I, in Grand Theft Auto Five, when you're getting the heists ready, if you go for the people with more experience, you're going to be paying them more. But it's going to be better. It's going to go. Um, one of the funniest games, um, inadvertently so, Red Faction Guerrilla, uh, just yeah. Geomod. 
Geomod is totally. a funny uh, thing to have on the world. Totally. Be breaking yeah. buildings and yeah. having them crash down on having people. Crashing out and yourself. You. Yeah, that was the best part. That was the best part about that game. But uh, Battle Faction Field, is a great game. Battlefield 3, whenever you would get into a fucking plane. <laughs> yeah. Fucking and like, I think that, like, that's the kind of thing that, like, if you were to just, like, just saying, hey, get into a plane in Battlefield, right? Yeah, you, you, you like, had oh, that strong, man. you had that strong of a reaction to me just saying, getting into a plane in Battlefield 3. Like, that's yeah. how, that is how fucking ridiculous and funny that is. Like, that's, but that's a lot, of, so much of that from shared experience. Yeah, oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, like that uh, I mean, is, that is because, because, like, yeah. I, I think the worst video game humor is the meme humor. I think the, I think that, like, you know, but, I think... The, the arrows in the knee and all that stuff. Okay, well, hold on. Let, let me let me go... Alright, so, like, the contextual humor of the Battlefield 3 experience. You had your own experience, I had mine. We both had, like, a... you. We both had a getting into a jet thing and it was hysterical moment. And we yeah. could each, like, point that to a very specific experience. So they're not the same, but we both find that equally fucking funny. But, like, a meme humor, I think that it can be just, like, overly self-righteous or whatever. But it could also be guacamole. But I think that was the least funny part of Guacamelee. Really? Like, I thought that, well, because I, okay, can I say that I was, I was unaware if I should be being like, oh God, this game is racist or laughing at times at Guacamelee? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 you know, you, I mean, whatever. You're just, well, I mean, I we'll am racist. That it's okay. I, yeah, but, we'll assume it's okay to laugh at Guacamelee. Okay, good. Because some of that time, like, yeah, the dialogue between you and uh, a lot of the characters, and even just, like, the situations that you're in as a luchador in the Land of the Dead and stuff like that. Very funny game. But I also found a lot of the background stuff that, like, like the Viva Pinata's place you can walk into. Like, yeah, that, okay, that was pretty good. Like, and that's all the same stuff. Um, but, like, Grumpy Cat and stuff like that being in there, like, it didn't do it for me, like, in the background stuff. Like, I felt like some of, some of those things just felt like, let's take what's on the internet and yeah. just kind of throw it in there and i didn't yeah i mean it's like, it's lazy I yeah guess. and i feel like the, a lot of games have like I, I would actually love to see how many games have put in like arrow to the knee jokes in the last two years like like Crisis three having that like that wasn't very funny that was an annoying achievement that i couldn't get i still haven't gotten it nice I, I swear i've shot every fucking guard with to an arrow with the knee i have so fucking annoyed um, with that achievement and, like, Cake is a Lie stuff, got a lot of hands. I mean, I, I was like, you know. But, like, I well, think... at the time, I think that you... I, I probably did find that funny. But, yeah, well, I thought Cake is a Lie stuff definitely had a life of its own as sort of, like... It was funny because not that many people got it and then everybody got it. And I guess that's kind yeah. of a weird thing. But I think that Arrow in the Knee, I think that in Skyrim, that is a very funny thing to see because that is the glitch of the game. But once it gets out of Skyrim, it's just kind of annoying because it just it doesn't make any sense anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, when you see it in context happening to you, and you're just like, "My God, is every person like?" Yeah, and especially after Elder, uh, Oblivion, when some people have the same voices and stuff like that, like that's crazy. But that I was that, that was funny like, about Oblivion. Shit, they're doing this again. They're recycling so much stuff. That is probably one of the reasons I played Oblivion for so long was to see so many different people with the same fucking voice. I was just like, "This is hysterical." Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I I completely agree, and I think that like that again goes into a lot of that the unintentional humor that, that yeah. can keep us keep us going to those things. I don't know what what is one of the funniest games you played in, in recent memory. I'm trying to think. Probably Saints Row series for me. Saints Row series definitely very funny. I still like I like I said I was in, uh, same before Raymond. I think it's been very funny. Um, I think Spelunky has a pretty good humor about it sometimes, but I also think that that's a lot of like humor and death. Um, yeah. 
Like it's because like it's so stupid that you just laugh. I don't know if that's really the same thing. Uh, but I'm trying to think of some other really funny games. Um, we said we had said Guacamelee. I think the Little Big Planet series has had had a decent humor about it. I think griefing can be fun. That is a fun thing in terms of like I think Dad Kick was pretty funny. Which a lot of inside jokes in that dive kick. Oh um, yeah, I, th- I yeah I totally agree. Dive kick uh, is very but funny. but I think like griefing is like a whole other kind of genre of humor in games. That is, but that's exploitative almost. Yeah, totally. And I think that like you get into a weird uh, a thing where like it stops be- like once the griefy <laughs> it stops being funny or fun or ruins things for them it crosses a line it's like a jerky boy's phone call it can be funny for a little bit and then maybe it like goes too far and gets uncomfortable and gets too racist or something sure yeah no i get it no i understand exactly Uh, so i think like it's it's such a like i i would man watching like some griefing videos on youtube some stuff that some people find is funny just feels a little annoying despicable and annoying yeah um, i think uh i think metal gear solid i think that whole series has been pretty funny okay because crazy people made that yeah i think that's the thing about it i honestly do like I, um I, anything from platinum games yeah is pretty funny anything for, i i still want to play wonderful 101 i actually really want to play that yeah uh i think that looks pretty good yeah um and it seems to be like a, a pretty good use of the, the wii u yeah i feel like that's got like solid all right reviews yeah i know but that's like, pretty good for the wii u i i know uh but i feel like it's funny because even like uh nintendo humor you know if we go back to you know the days of yore like just punch out being like a like like i feel like humor in video games something that like started with a lot of stereotypical tropes like okay sure. like punch out we're just going to take stereotypes from across the world and bring them together sure yeah totally um, which is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah. And in retrospect and, um, probably wouldn't fly now, but I mean, we still, I punch out re-released again, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's still a great, I mean, it's still a great game yeah. and gameplay wise and as like a pattern. Because, but, um, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But yeah, but like when you get into like vodka drunkinski. Uh, and all this stuff. Uh, it's Last job, Joe was oh man. French uh, King yeah. Hippo. Yeah, oh, uh, it's a great game. It's a great game. Still is. Did um, you ever beat Mike Tyson? No, never. My God, no. No, I, I watched. I watched one kid beat Mike Tyson uh, once when I was in college in sophomore year of college. Uh, I um, and I watched my cousin do it once as well. I actually played some some Punch Out the other night, oh, nice. uh, and I lost uh, right after that. Joe, Soda Popinski. Yeah, and uh, but I played some Crystal Castles and I did really well. Oh, I like the new album. Did they have a new album? I don't know. I have no. I wouldn't like it if they did because. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. but uh, I had the number one uh, score at Barcade for uh, Ghosts and Goblins and Robotron uh, oh! and a whole bunch of stuff Fuck. that night. I need to get to Barcade and beat all of your scores. No, I that was just for the day. They unplugged all those machines every night, which that's really depressing. It is because um, I guess for there is some sort of battery backup for Robotron because I'm still number twenty like overall ever on that machine. Okay, um, but all the other ones they unplug every day. It sucks, and like have no backup. But um, yeah, I made it to like uh, just about the third. Yeah, like the third level in um, in, Go- in Ghosts and Goblins. Nice! Wow, I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm one quarter. Ghosts and Goblins is 
fucking tough, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another, I, I guess there's humor in failure there, but um, it is. Man, like, I, I hope I, you know, I hope that 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 humor in games is something that um, people, because you know, it's funny because we, you know, as people that, like tried to learn comedy at some point, not necessarily gotten ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. You know, we've tried we've to learn tried. things like game and things like that, and callbacks and and all these like kind of areas of comedy that I feel like a lot of times, you know, don't necessarily work. They don't see implemented in games. Um, I think like, you know, when you do, uh, you know, obviously again, to varying degrees of success, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going with that. No, no. I <laughs> I'm totally just some things. No, I, um, I think you're right. I, I think that game and callbacks are, are things that, that that can hit really hard in games, especially like like we were talking about Saints Row Four before, like some of the yeah. really early things. That... Just the callbacks to you singing in the car and like having people be not into it and stuff like that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was exactly. I don't know. I I think that it's it's hard to do in games because so many so or so few people take it seriously. Um, is that if you try to do a serious scene in games, you know, like or the same way, like people aren't going to really find it funny unless it's dumb, like because that's just what they expect. Yeah, and I guess like when you make a game for so many tens of millions of dollars, yeah. uh, you have to make humor very broad. Yeah, in order to try to make the audience very broad, so you can recoup said uh, expenses. Totally, but like if you were just to go to text route, I mean, you're going to miss a huge percent of the audience, but it could still be really funny. But that's kind of the trade-off, right? Like it's not yeah. it's not the same as I have a video camera and I'm going to make this movie for like a couple of grand or not probably tens of grands, but you know, a couple of 10 grand, uh, or me and you are going to try and program something. And it's just going to be a bunch of text on the screen. It's probably not going to work as well unless the gameplay is really funny in some way, like something ridiculous, something outlandish. It's like, you know, you're a fucking hippopotamus and you are trying to balance turtles on your nose. <laughs> All right, I'm sold. <laughs> All right, I'll play it. You got my money. I'll, tell, I'll, buy your, I'll back your Kickstarter, Tiggs. Fine. All right, that is... That How is... much to get you to tweet at me? <laughs> no, just just add me, and I'll tweet at you. <laughs> okay, good. All right, Tiggs, thank you so much for joining me. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. We have some house cleaning to do before we do I know. That. Well, I was about to, to get into that. Not only that, I mean, before we keep going on with the humor in games or finish up humor in games. Yeah. We should probably say hey to Colm because we haven't done that yet. Oh my God. Hey Colm. Hey Colm. <laughs> That's about two hours and that we're was, just getting there. Yeah, just getting there. Uh, he had been mentioned earlier and we didn't say it, but now we did. So Holy shit. Take that, Colm. All right, Alex, where can you find us? On the web at <laughs> shortwavegaming.com. <laughs> Totally forgot. Find us on Twitter at Shortwave Gaming. Oh, fucking email us at griefpodcast.gmail.com. Um, and you can read us on iTunes uh, by searching for the Grief Podcast. Oh, uh, and twitch.tv slash Shortwave Gaming. Um, find all the hilarious hijinks. We, I think we should do some more videos soon. Um, I think so too. God. Depending on if Pete is on right now and wants to play something, if he's not, I think we should do a video. Sure. But I should also go get something to eat. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to do the same. Yeah. Um, but, all right, Jake, thank you so much for, for joining me. I hope you find something good to eat. Thanks, uh, you We too. all do. And uh, we will see you next time on The Grief Podcast. Later. Bye,